Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Reinhardt. What is up? Not much, dude. I'm digging this song. Yeah? You like this? I like it. Right on. Also joining me this evening, Jack Hoffman. What's up, dude? Made it right in. Nice. Made it right on time. This music is very loud. Hold on. Where's my uh, volume for this? Alright, well, I'm just gonna let that fade out. All right, it faded out. It's good. What's up, guys? It's Sunday. We decided to do a live stream this week because last week's live stream failed epically. But podcast yeah, came I can't out. Win them all though. Podcast came out great. Yeah, reception's been really awesome so far. Jason and Martin, I love how just genuinely excited they were to do this. Yeah, they like us. It's awesome. Like. I mean, we've been following Martin Ledecky for Flat Earth British for years now. Yes, very much so. Yes. So. Yes, also also joining us from a new podcast called Lore Crimes. Friend of mine. No, I don't think so. What's up, dude? Hey, how you guys doing? What's happening, man? Thanks for dropping by. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, what's up, Reinhardt? Oh, I was just gonna say it's good to have you here, man. Um, excited to hear now. Now you've got a new show, right? Uh, yeah, we're just—it's not even a podcast; it's just an interview series, pre-recorded. Then we release them, um, hopefully once a week. Wow what what is the difference? See, this is where I don't understand. What is the difference between a podcast and a pre-recorded interview? You know, I'm not a expert on this, but I, I just think, um, you know, po- uh, in my mind, podcasts are live. Sometimes they have people calling in, um, whereas, uh, you know, you have audience interaction, for instance, uh, wherever you're streaming. Uh, that's not what we're doing. We're just pre-recording it, editing it, and uh, hopefully putting something interesting out for people to listen to. Well, there you go. It's... Uh... I know there's gonna be I know there's gonna be one good episode coming up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least one. No, I'm kidding. Um the art seems extremely interesting. Is that the art specifically for for the one episode or is it that your art for all of it? Uh, oh the uh image with Tony. So that's Tony's um hmm. I don't know what you call him, avatar. A, a different artist okay. came up with that. Um, on uh, the guy who does, I think the crypto report, look, I'm not sure who came up with it, but I I do, um, sort of like fan art images of figures on the dissident, right. Um, and sort of poking fun at them. So I did one of Tony and, um, so I'm using a similar, uh, like format and yeah, that'll be the, uh, poster for the entire podcast or interview series, not podcast. Nice. And it is, one more time, it is called... Lore Crimes. Lore Crimes, right on. Cool, man. I like um, that name. <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, cool. Um, So, we're here, we're live on a Sunday night. We normally do We normally do our show on... We, we pre-record our show on the weekends, 
and then we uh we release it you know as a podcast i guess i mean a, a podcast is a pre-recorded conversation between people which is pretty pretty much what you said an interview was so yeah i'm probably wrong like the default no, is i'm probably wrong on this it's so, okay uh, i it, it's fine yeah you're you're perfect. fine bro it's all good so hello everybody out there who is actually listening and watching the live stream as we are live streaming over on D Live and over on Pilled. Um Oh Christ Consciousness over on D Live and Auto Rocks and Bastard of Modernity. All right. We have people listening. And of course, of course over on Pilled, there are people over there. There's already twenty six whole people. <laughs> yeah, negative zero is joining us. Even Hook. Yes, Hook. Hook's Hook in the chat. Hook is in, oh, Hook is in the chat. Cool. Hook will be joining us for the second hour of the show this evening. So, no, I don't think so, sir. Um, I hope you realize this is the spoopy show, right? So, okay, you brought your you brought some uh, you you brought some spoop to talk about tonight. Um, you know, <laughs> so I. I, of course, I'm familiar with you previously before you did the Killstream interview a little mm. bit. And then the Killstream interview, and then I binged a lot of your content nice. um, before we, we Tony and what I. What was that like, you. binging Paranormies? It's it's a blast, honestly. You guys are hila- like hilarious, uh, really exciting to listen to. Um, it's a nice break from some of the more uh, negative racialized content out there that people consume. I consume. I'm one of those. Um you guys kind of put the magic back into the world, you know, like you talk about like Bigfoot and conspiracies and flat earth and all, just a lot of fun stuff. So nice. It's, it's been cool. Right on. Yeah. We, um, we, we consider ourselves the fun conspiracy spoop show. Uh, I remember from, I remember it as if it was just a few days ago. Cause it was, we were talking to flat earth British and I, uh, he was having so much fun at the end. And we had already realized we realized we were like two and a half hours in, like we got to get going. And so it's a school night for some of us, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we were having so much fun. And, he, and I was like, you know, just, you know, you want to come back? He's like, absolutely. He's like, well, you know, because we like to have fun. He's like, you're the conspiracy show that has fun. And I like that. And that's what we do. We have fun. Yeah. So I wanted to ask, and I'm sorry if I don't know this, okay. but what is spoop? What like, what is this spoopy? Episode? Oh, like spoop. But it's it's just a play on the word spooky. Okay. Yeah. All right. Spoopy stuff like conspiracy stuff can be spoopy. Uh, ghost stuff can be spoopy. Uh, cryptids are spoopy. UFOs are spoopy. Things that make the hair on the back of your neck stand up are spoopy. I haven't said uh, spooky properly uh, in years. <laughs> I just say spoopy. Yep. It's been a long time. This show's been around since 2016. Good Lord. Right yeah, no, and uh, we've been saying spoopy since 2016, so at least it's one of the. I don't, I don't even know where it came from. Just one day, somebody said it, and that's where it was. Right? I don't know. Was came it out of the ether? I mean, that's now, how is, some of the best things come about. Oh, absolutely. Is there an extra twist to it? Sort of like you know. Spooky is something spooky. You guys clearly deal with a lot of spooky topics like ghosts or whatever, but is there an extra element to spooky? Like, is there a spin on it that makes it kind of like silly or weird or out there? Is that what spooky is? Maybe I honestly don't, I, I honestly don't, I don't know. I just, it just, we just use it. We, we commandeered it. I believe, I believe that it actually came from like X 
and we commandeer yeah, th- we- uh, three spoopy five me. Yes, three spoopy five me. Yes, two spooky for me became three spoopy five me. Yeah, you know the old it's, the internet lingo. Oh man, I it's so someone bad. makes a spelling error and suddenly it sticks. Yeah, talk about lore, like I, deep lore. Good lord, I know, yeah. right? We're getting into the lore of spoop. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah, it's a cool term. I'm gonna start using it for stuff. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, I do it all the time. People are like, "What'd you say?" <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty spoopy. They're like, yeah, I was like, it's like spooky, but worse. They're like, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, since we're on the topic, then no, do you have any one spooky or spoopy topic that you're really interested in, aside from, uh, aside from what you do on your show? Um, unfortunately, no. I'm, I'm, and I'm sorry. I, I'm very uh, boring on this topic. I, you know, ah, you're okay. a normie. It's okay. Yes. It's okay. Yeah. Do you okay? So um we'll just ask let's just ask you some questions as a normie. This is cool. Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. Um your your take. Aliens. What are they? What are they? I'm well, okay. Are there I, such I, things? I, first first off, are there such things as aliens? Okay, so you know, I've I've heard an argument for if there are aliens, they say, well, you know, the universe is so large and because of its size and possibly it's infinite, then chances are that, that there's something out there. But to make that calculation, I think you'd need to know the, the how rare it is for humans to evolve on Earth. So I, that, that argument falls short for me. Like, it seems incomplete. Um, but yeah, I guess I sh- there could be aliens out there. I okay. Mean, and if there are, are they from like, are they flying little, are they flying... How are they getting here? What's your opinion on that? I know you. I know this is like stuff you don't normally think about, right? Well, no. I mean, come on. I've. I've everyone has discussions I mean, right. about this. Okay. Okay. So, what do you think? How okay. So, they... the aliens. If if we've been visited by aliens, how'd they get here? Okay. So the the distances are so insurmountable that mm. they would. Uh, one, it says okay, they'd have to be very advanced. But two, they might not even come in a physical form. Maybe that's not the. Um, the uh, most practical way to, to cross that space. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, may, you know, and people are going to laugh at me for this, but I've heard people say, oh, the the speed of light is the speed limit for the universe. Is it? Is I mean, it I don't know. Right. Is it though? Is the speed of light the speed of light? Like, come on. You know, nobody knows. You can't run that fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can't go there. So just like I space, mean, you like, can't run that fast. I'm pretty quick. I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, quick is one thing, but speed of light is a whole whole other thing. You know, I used to try to beat the light, turning the light off, and get the better to be faster than the speed of dark. <laughs> so I'm not the only one who did that. No. I don't know. I'm just trying to imagine Reinhardt right now running in his skin tight purple emo pants. I'm pretty sure I did wear those during gym class one time in in high school. You didn't have to, nothing else. You didn't have to tell on yourself. <laughs> it's all good. What's up, Dogbot? Thanks for joining us. Howdy, y'all. Happy, happy birthday, sir. Day, by the way, happy Killdozer Day and happy birthday, Dogbot. Oh, happy uh, birthday, man! It's not my birthday. It's just Killdozer Day. Oh, I thought your birthday was Killdozer Day. No, sir. Oh, never mind. Happy Killdozer Day. Same. Never mind. Yeah. Well, he... I, I celebrate Killdozer Day every year. It's a it's a okay. wonderful time. Is of that year. what it is? Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. It's Killdozer Day. <laughs> How long has it been now since um, Killdozer? 
Oh my God, was it twenty thirteen? Twenty years. We're getting to the twenty. We're we're approaching the twenty year mark. It'll be twenty years next year. Oh, okay, it was okay. So it was twenty. It was twenty fourteen. Okay. No, it was, wow. I knew it was the early teens. Two thousand four. Four. Twenty. Oh, good lord! I can't do math right now. That was ten years. No. So, yeah. Okay. Yes. Two thousand four, not two thousand fourteen, John. What the hell? Yes. That would have been ten years, and that would not have been correct. Oh, nice. My phone decided to do all kinds of stuff with noises, even though the noises were turned off. Don't you love technology? Love it. Mm. All right. So, Dogbot, we were we were talking with uh, no, I don't think so here about aliens and how they uh, they would get here. Um, and he suggested that it's possible that they don't come here in a corporal form, that like, they're not physically here. Uh, well, they're probably ultra-terrestrial. They're probably not from what has been told of us of outer space. Well, ultra-terrestrial? Mm-hmm. Is that on the uh, land masses outside of the ice wall well like, that's that extra that's my take on extraterrestrial because it just means well, extra territories but ultra terrestrial they're they're already here like they're they're not coming from somewhere else they're they're already here so that would make them terrestrial beings unless there's other dimensions occupying this space that we just can't perceive but right. are still here or, or or access i thought ultra terrestrials were like interdimensional it was like the interdimensional thing Right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like they're they're already here, but they're they're able to access spaces that we cannot. Okay. Yeah. So they're actually okay. You're, okay. So they're they're actually from here, but they can just like shift between. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Okay. Which explains why they they can disappear so quickly and and they reappear and. Right. Do you think is... they listen to the paranormies? Um. Maybe. I hope so. I mean, if they're already here, they probably do. Like. <laughs> Who did we? Uh, oh, it wasn't you guys, but uh, one of my friends was like, "Yeah, this guy definitely listens to the Paranormies." And who's the MMA guy? Um, Jack, Jack Shields. Not Jake Shields. Jake, not Jake. Jake Shields. No, he's a younger kid from I want to say like Oklahoma or something, and he talks about the Earth being flat, and he wants to. He's challenged Joe Rogan to a debate. And he's a younger guy. He's like in his early twenties. He definitely listens to the paranormies though, because like some of the stuff he says is absolutely stuff we've said on the show. And I don't want to be like he's not a real big name. He's he's making himself a name for his talking about flat Earth. But uh, but yeah, let's he, get him to say spoopy next time he does an interview. Oh man, I would I would love to hear that. Yeah, if, then if we'll know if he's listening. Say spoopy next time. Just right. yeah, just drop spoopy. And if right. someone presses you on, be like, oh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I mis- I misspoke. I want to get him to say faking gay in a normal conversation. I'm pretty so, sure that's it, what somebody heard him say, and they were like, he, that's it. He listens to paranormies. Is it just no for short? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, or yeah. Honestly, okay. I didn't think about this when I I created the Telegram channel. It's I know it's a weird. It's a Actually, weird. It's, something else. it's a strange moniker. Yeah, when, I mean, when I made my Twitter account Dogbot uh, six years ago, I had, yeah, I wasn't thinking ahead at all. So I get it. Dogbot's not bad. Like, there's yeah, there's, I kind of like it. There's way worse out there. Like, no, I don't think so. It's pretty terrible. No offense. No, um, does <laughs> it? I mean, it's not one of the greatest, but like, there's worse. I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to be a dick or anything, but like, 
I don't want to do it. Jazz Hands McFeels. That's like one of the worst in the history of fucking names. I'm sorry, dude. I've always said that. I was like, bro, it's Jazz Hands. It's one of the least heterosexual ones. It I've really is. And the thing is, is like that's how he I he introduced himself to me back in 2015 with that name when I first met him way way back. Oh, I thought you meant he like was doing Jazz Hands. Like, no, that's how he introduced himself. That was his name. Jazz it kind of calls McFeels. out for attention. It does. You know, it's like a big production. I'm Jazz Hands McFeels. Like, well, did he spin when he said it to you? No, he didn't spin. He wasn't one of those. <laughs> okay. No, he was kind oh, of like, like, much. like like a pivot, like a pivot. On no, he his, was kind of like a cardigan. Heel. He was like a cardigan and button down kind of guy. You know? Yeah. He did. He didn't tap like Gregory Hines. Like no. after, he, after he shook his hand. No, no, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. <laughs> no, he just. I mean, what? No, uh, I feel you know whatever, whatever. Uh, Farewell, by the way. So, well, I I was gonna I was gonna ask no. Yes. So, the shape of the Earth. Mm. What What do you think it is? We were gonna get to that. Okay, so, um, look, I I absolutely respect I respect flat earthers because there's not a lot of good ways for me without taking information I've been told to say the Earth is round. Right. Like, I, I don't know what um, what is it, uh, what experiment I would come up with. And apparently, if you look into how they did back in antiquity, it was this complicated thing. Um, and now I know you can you can supposedly do it with um, the, the different shadow directions and lengths at the same time of day. But I don't know. How did they know if you're in Alexandria and you're looking at an obelisk? How do you know the direction and uh, and length at the same exact time of day? a hundred miles, 200, 300 miles away. Right. So I don't know. I, I guess it's round. Um, if it's not, then maybe it's not, I don't know. Oh, the obelisk. Well, Erastathenes, how do you say his name? Erastathenes. Erastathenes. Erastathenes, whatever his name is. That, his, that his, dude. His experiment yeah. with the sticks can be repeated on a flat or a curved surface and it works out the same. That's the, that's the gotcha with that one. Um, with mm, the, okay. the, the Greeks, the Greeks figured out what it was round three thousand years ago. Sure, but they also figured out that it was also flat at the same time. So it is. It is. See, and uh, it is Schrodinger's uh, realm. It is both flat and round at the same time. Depending, uh, that's the thing about a simulation. If if you if you've listened to any of our recent shows, we've talked about uh, simulation theory quite a bit, and especially with with Jason Brashears from Archaics. Um, and guys like Howdy McCoskey um, and Wayne McCroy uh, talking about talking about simulation theory. Uh, if if this is a simulation, I mean, it can, and there is uh, an AI, this AI X or whatever it is that can download things into humanity as a whole all at once. Um, it can be round and it can be you know it can be flat at the same time. Now, could could I walk you through my understanding of simulation theory, and then you correct me, or do you want to just tell me? No, the no, basic no. Argument? I would no. You go right ahead. We'll, you know, we'll be glad to hear you're wrong. But no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no it, it will be wrong. That's why I'm. I'm it's glad. all I'm very bro. It's all good. It's all good. Right. I'm I'm just fucking around. Go ahead. Um. So you know, if it is possible to create a simulation, which there's no you know reason why you couldn't, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we technologically don't have the capability today, and I know you guys have a different theory on that too. But let's say hypothetically. You as far as create. we know, as far as we know, we don't have the technology. Yeah, as far as we know, there's no law of science or nature that stops you from creating simulation. So it's possible. That's that's, you know, 
argue that's the first component that it's possible. The the second one is that um, um, at some point it will be created, and I, that's the part I'm I'm not sure on. And then the third one is you know if you look at a timeline from the start of time to infinity, probabilist probabilistically you're in the group of people who are in a simulation because there's a finite time before the simulation was created and an infinite time after. So chances are you're living in a simulation. Is that more or less the argument for why we're probably in a simulation? That's a very good I'm one. Just, I, I'm sorry. I'm fascinated with the adverb probablistically. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm, I probably need to go get some water. I'm, I'm the probability <laughs> is that you are in one. I'm fumbling over my words. It's all right. Apologies. We make up words here all the time. Like spoop. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't actually. We like we we didn't make that up. We stole that. We admit when we steal things. I just fumbled my words. Uh, but you like no, yeah, I you're probably that it's uh more probably than not. I guess you're in one. Is uh, I that's how I've heard the argument. Can mm -hmm. you guys correct me on that? Well, uh, I mean I that is that is a a good argument there. You know, that it is more probable there's a higher probability that we are in a simulation than not. Um, if you, if you subscribe to anything that, that like, you know, like say Baudrillard wrote or any of that kind of stuff. Um, well, or, yeah, I mean, I mean, some of us on the show have a different idea about the simulation theory. So it's not like, it's not like we have like a unified, yeah, a unified front on it. Like I believe we're in a God shaped simulation. You know, when I live according to God's will, things happen for me that are absolutely inexplicable things that I call God-shaped coincidences that make absolutely no sense. Like certain things that uh, I was worrying about like heavily and thought that I could manipulate and control when I let go and just give it up to God. It's weird how these things have a way of sorting themselves out without me interfering with them at all. That's actually really beautiful, by the way. <laughs> I think she sounds very nice, you know? So, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's not that way a hundred percent of the time, but there have been some, uh, there have been some very personal examples for me that I can't really that 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 would make a good anecdote that I can't really get into on the show. But like, there, there's just absolutely no explanation other than thing. It was God's will, not mine. And so I do believe in that. I kind of believe in fate. Like there's been weird. I don't know why I get into these situations where I'm probably going to die. And then somehow I get out of it. Um, <laughs> it I think it's called my family because we all have it. It's called good, bad luck or bad, good luck. It's like we're in really we have really bad luck because we get put in these awful situations, but then we escape them somehow. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a blessing, but a curse. I don't I don't know. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I, I get you. <laughs> I've been told I don't know if it's I don't know if it's real, but yeah. Yeah, I've been told by by friends that uh, I'm like a cat with 90 lives. It's just because just because I'm able to, uh, I don't know, like, like situations like that where then you just like give it to God and you're like you, you know you, like the whole like let Jesus take the wheel. That's not a, that's not a joke. But do you guys all believe in God? I mean, is this? Um, in, in, is I, mean, I mean, this isn't the God cast by any stretch of the means. Other word, but uh, yeah, we all believe in a in a creator and a creative force. If you want to call it God or whatever, but yeah, in, in a way, we're all different kinds of Christians. Okay, 
Yeah. Are well, there any more, atheists? On more the or less. No, there's no atheists on the show. We don't. Allow, oh, okay. We don't allow that bullshit. <laughs> on okay. We don't allow that kikery yeah. on my show. I mean, come on now. We, not, we got some I, weird. We got some weird people, but no atheists on the show. Yeah. I actually, I actually don't believe atheists exist. I agree. You don't believe atheists exist? No, I don't think they. I don't think they really don't believe in God at all. I think they know deep down that he's there. Yeah. You think so? And and, well, and 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 you hear and I hear atheists say "God damn it" all the time. So right, right, right. I mean, true. like it's pretty pretty disingenuous of you there, atheist guy. Uh, what about what about the guy? Didn't you hear recently? Somebody said that all these God cucks, all these religious cucks on their deathbeds, just cursing God because they didn't get all the things that they wanted out of life. Right? No, it's usually the other way around. It's the atheist that's begging God for forgiveness before they die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Pretty sure I've heard that story more than a million times, and the other story, literally zero, retard. Yeah, that sound that sounds like a redditor. That is honestly. Oh, that is that is. I mean, oh, that was loud. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> talk about Reddit. That was it was Captain, like one of the biggest Reddit tier homos on the face of the planet. Anyway, do you have any idea how little that narrows it down? I know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know any any belongs to a three letter organization. Do you know how little that narrows it down? Yeah, I don't know. I also read something from a, you know, a bloated retard that said something to the effect of, you know, I I prayed to God to give me all these material things, and He didn't give me these material things, so God must not exist. Well, that was the, that was the same speech. Yeah, was, yeah, it was the same speech. Yeah, it was the same retard. I mean, that's that's just. Silly. That's the same retard. If this, well, that's just level one atheism. I mean, like literally, I can't believe level one atheism still exists in 2023. Imagine doing if God real, why bad thing? Well, we're in we're in a stuck culture, Johnny. Yeah, culture I mean, I get stuck. Stu I, I get stuck you know, so culture, like, but so like you know, you're gonna have your level two uh, feminist, your level one atheist. You know, all this stuff is you know, it's as if it's all brand new to them. Well. These, I guess when you say stuck, yeah, these people have been stuck in that culture since oof, the early twenty, yeah, the early teens, I guess, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so. they, I mean, I, they're going to add Nirvana Bleach on Spotify and go, "Whoa, this is a groundbreaking album." I, th I, I don't think, think uh, I, I don't think that's a that's a fair comparison, but I mean, <laughs> I I think um, what is it? Atheism is sort of like intellectualism for stupid people. It, it really it is. gives them, yeah. It gives them the same outlet. You get to, uh, you know, you have uh, intellectuals like Sam Harris or Daniel mm -hmm. Dennett. You get to debate things. You get to feel like you're smarter than people who don't get what you're talking about, I guess. Or I, wonder, accept it. I wonder what the Venn diagram of uh, atheists and those with Dunning-Kruger looks like if it's a if it's a perfect 100%. circle if it's a perfect circle or if it looks like or if it looks like that like that as i lay dying album cover where it's just the tiniest sliver of a moon and then the rest of <laughs> to me it's the mental habitat of justification for the most selfish of behaviors you know yeah. you can oh, absolutely you can, ex you can yeah. excuse every you could excuse every ounce of funko pop collecting <laughs> freaking consumerism sure of you can, if, uh, every level of haptic bluetooth controlled butt pluggery yes well right. and this is why i say that atheism in and of itself is its own religion mm -hmm. oh it is dude you know? atheism it's, is scientific it's got its 
they well they use science. It's kind of the same thing. They use they, they yeah. use science as their religion. They have their priests are uh are, are your your Bill Nye the science guy. You're you know your guys with you guys with letters behind their names. Same as same as religious people, just different different kinds of letters. Yeah, it I, it all requires the same amount of faith, and in my opinion, it, it requires even greater faith to support a religion that is essentially a temple of mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do. I still, I still live with my grandma used to say about atheists is that it's people that don't want there to be consequences for things that they do when people aren't looking. That's a great point. Do you guys have respect though, for people who call themselves skeptics? No one calls that atheism that anymore, but someone like Bertrand Russell, do you have, I mean, I think they were sort of, you know, you guys are skeptics for a lot of things. A lot of the, Mm -hmm. the narratives that are told to you that you're supposed to accept um, and you and you challenge them, and I think uh, like an authentic skeptic or um, maybe agnostic like Bertrand Russell, I have respect for people like that, and definitely him. Sure, and to a point. I mean, you know, I was an agnostic for a while. I did the whole. I could never go fully atheist, though. It's kind of like I was a little too scared. You know, I, mean, I was not going to go full on atheist just in case. Well, it doesn't make sense to me. That's why I couldn't. Right, and uh, well, that that too, but uh, also. Um, well, what what brought me back around to all of this kind of stuff was the fact that there was this there is this great evil in the world, and if you can't see it, I don't know what to tell you. Like we literally cannot be friends. Like you know, like, if you can't see that there is something evil and it is dictating the path of the many in in this world, whatever it is, in this simulation on this earth in this realm, whatever you want to call it, um, if you can't see that, then I don't, I don't know what to tell you at, at this point. Like, you know, they're actually, <clears throat> excuse me, they're actually pushing Satanism as a religion as like, a, they're trying to make Satanism a major religion. Now they're, uh, they've, they've, they shut down a grade school choir singing the national anthem inside of the Lincoln Memorial because it would offend somebody. It was just too wholesome. But like, like, uh, this is this is clown world piss earth uh um inversion magic on steroids dude you know this is inversion magic on rbst the stuff they used to give the cows right <laughs> made all the people in texas really big and fat well the only reason that got, that the choir got shut down is because they didn't say no to the scold hold on what yeah sorry what the only reason that choir got shut down is because they didn't say no to the scold and ignore that person. Right, but I mean, that's not the point. The point is, is that happened, and it was done by an employee of that place. It was done by somebody who works in the District of Columbia, the capital of the United States, where these children were singing the national anthem. Like, I, I, yeah, the guy was a cuck and shouldn't have done that. He should have just been like, shut the fuck up and keep singing, kids. Right? That's what should have happened. Right? But that whole scenario never should have happened. You're in the capital of the United States of America. With, I'm with- pretty sure, too, it goes deeper than that. It, like, if I remember correctly, uh, it was said that, oh, it, it, it is offensive to some of our employees. Yes, that's what I said. Like it was that. offensive to some people. So it was going to offend some people. What some people? Which people? Who are these people? They were going to get offended by the national so, anthem of the country that you're standing in, the capital of. So what if they were singing uh, that Cardi B song, Wet Ass? WAP? You can just say WAP. Yeah. 
What if they were singing that? They would have probably gotten. They probably would have gotten. Uh, you know, free passes. A viral TikTok video. Yeah. Yes, a viral TikTok video, and they all dropped and twerked or something. Yes, if they all did that, it would have been fine. But no, they were singing the national anthem of the United States. And now I'm not. I'm not like you know. At this point in the game, when I say death to America, I mean the concept of the the uh, the bloated you know hollowed out strip mall that we live in right now. Yeah, the the Jewish creation of the new Atlantis. Yeah, that right. That we there. are currently experiencing the collapse of. Yes, we not are, we are a cordyceps empire walking straight into the sun. <laughs> yes. All right then, that's yes. an odd image. He's yeah, he's doing poetic. Things, um, you know, but, uh, real quick, back to your thing on skepticism. Now, I think mm-hmm. a healthy skepticism based on pattern recognition, which is what we Johnny, do around like here. <laughs> yeah, like what you're saying. All you have to have is basic pattern recognition to be able to see the evil and see what's going on and to choose a side because ultimately that's what it's going to come down to. Mm -hmm. But just being, but just being a skeptic just to be annoying is it's uh, or just to be contrary is just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I don't think Bertrand Russell was doing it to be annoying. He was, he was, he was, he was serious about it. And he, yeah, but of of course there are people out there like that, like, you know, to your point that are simply trying to be obnoxious or um, hurtful to um, this deeply held thing um, for most Americans. So yeah, there's definitely that element. Hmm. Well, there's that. Yeah. Well, there's definitely something to that pattern recognition there, Reinhardt. Because it's how you end up. It's how you end up being uh, in the position that a lot of us are in. You know, yeah. You know, the the constant... pattern recognition and being able to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because like, look, look, look around you. Look around you at the tranny-pocalypse that's going on. The trans-pocalypse that's going on right now. The amount of trannies visibly tranny. We're not even going to get into. We're not even going to get into the the paranormies realm of trannies just yet. You know, we're going to let's just talk about the, the, the tranny, the transpocalypse that's happening to kids in the United States. As we speak, we have a president who talks about how he loves trans kids and he wants to see more trans kids, which means that he wants to see your daughters get zipper tits and they want to see your son cut his dick off. That's what they really want to see. They want that. They, they want does, that does, because it's, a, it's does he want to let them run his hands, their hands through his leg hair yes, while his legs are in the pool? He does. Yes, he wants. Yes, Don Juan, he wants. I don't know if you guys seen it, but I actually did a uh, Joe Biden image. <laughs> I can't post it in. Um, it, it's a little offensive, but uh, J- Johnny, point. did I, I send I'm you the? I'm not sure if you sent me that one, but you should. Okay. I mean, we we deal in all manner of offensive things. Yeah, I don't I've know if on, you know who I've been on. To. I've been on 4chan since I was like. 12 I, I think i can handle it oh yeah jack has yeah <laughs> okay well i might even be able to just put it in your um telegram while we're talking yeah dude, drop it in telegram um, jack you're you're now corrupting an entire new generation of 12 year olds mm-hmm. absolutely oh, no. you're, cont- wow, you're continuing sounded, the cycle that sounded really bad that's oh, no. that did sound really oh, bad that sounded well, that, hang on that, because like well, because yeah. we, we talk around we talk about that around here, you know, about other people corrupting kids and stuff. And it's not the same kind of corrupting. It's not the no. same kind of corrupting. We're talking about teaching the younger generation about the safe and legal thrill of things like uh, throwing your car batteries into the ocean. Absolutely. Right. I mean, that is true. Environmentalism. Right. The electric eels need to recharge somehow. Absolutely. 
They fully drain the rest of them out of the charge, and then the salt water goes back to its home. You know, there's a there's a joke from a comedian I remember. You know, since you brought up uh, electric eels, that I think kind of touches on like what why I, I like the paranormies, like your your guys' um, willingness to to question things. So. Um, the, the, the comedian said something about, you know, one day someone came up to you and said, um, Hey, electric eels are a thing. And you just said, okay, cool. Right. But it's, it's an absurd magical animal. If you think about it, like someone could have come up to you and said, unicorns are a thing. Someone Mm -hmm. could have come up to you as a child and said anything. And you would just go, all right, cool. Electric eels are a thing. Sure. Why not? And, you know, possibly it happened, uh, with flat earth and with all sorts of things that we just accept and don't question. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and here, here's the thing about well, with Flat Earth is if you asked people, old people, about Flat Earth, um, most of that generation that would have been taught that in school is all gone now. But um, I remember David Weiss talking about he talked to that one woman who at an old folks home who remembers getting taught Flat Earth in school. Really? Um, yes. And I don't know how true that story is. It's coming from David Weiss. But... Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I know that in the early 19 teens, when the Rockefellers took over the educational system in the United States and they standardized education, they were pushing all of their narratives. Um, and it, maybe it was the 1930s. And they were pushing all their narratives. And then there was all the, uh, the outer space stuff was starting. And they needed to combine all of that. So globes were invented well could i this is where i supposedly that's like that's like that's that's some of the the flat earth lore this this is where i get lost why tell us it's round if it's flat like what is the what's the to push to push the religion of atheism and scientism to push the the uh the fake fact that you are an infinitesimally small speck on an infinitesimally small speck in an infinitesimally huge ocean of nothingness. So therefore, you don't matter. Nothing you does. Nothing you do matters. Uh, God don't real and nothing since nothing matters. Go ahead and put this in your butt. Like the film Cosmos from what's his name? That was kind of like the opening scene where he's talking about how look how small and insignificant the, the planet Earth is. Yes. Um, oh, Carl Sagan. Yeah, Carl Sagan. Yes, Carl Cosmos. Sagan. Oh yeah. Yeah. In okay. reality, you are not insignificant. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. Yes, you cannot put that on. Probably cannot put that on the internet anywhere publicly. By the way, no. It's hilarious though. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I have. It's it's in my Telegram channel. I have a full okay. Telegram channel of art, but. Um. <laughs> I'm dropping this guys. I'm dropping this in the prep chat. Go check out the prep chat. Holy shit. All right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really it. And to get, to get you the focus off of the creator and onto science and onto the satanic invention of rocketry, which is basically just penis and vagina, the, the, the phallus over the water, the obelisk in the reflecting pool, the Washington monument over the reflecting pool. It's all penis and vagina. It's all, uh, sex magic and alchemy spoopy butt magic spoopy yes spoopy wow sky butt magic (laughs) there you go we're very intelligent and articulate here i mean sometimes we are i mean i was i did i did make mention that one time of one of the most beautiful statues ever created (laughs) (laughs) 
the molestation the, the, of some lady. The, the rape of Persephone. Be nice. Yes. <laughs> that is something now that we, we got to bring up to Martin Leakey for half a second. I'd like to get him back on and talk to him about this a little bit more. But the fact that the something like the rape of Persephone and, and some of these other really incredible marble statues were actually uh, petrification of actual people and not um, marble. It was actually well, some sort be, of alchemical that'd be petrification. Wild. Yeah. Well, there's a like there's... petrification of hot people too, not just some schlub. Right. Right. Some very shapely females. Like I feel like if they were petrified into marble statues, that would like that brought the average hotness in the area down by quite a bit. With some Unfortunately, going bonk. It yeah, puts going saying. to Rome in a whole new perspective because the city's full of these beautiful statues. Now, if those were like um, people, humans that were yeah. frozen somehow, that would be uh, kind of scary, I guess. Well, there's a there's an entire theory that that delves into the uh, the cherubs, the baby, the little babies with mm-hmm. wings that are so cute and they fly around and so cute little babies and stuff. Yeah, those are actually food. Like. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there, yeah there's there's gets there's, there's some dark theories about the dark ages. Yeah, and cherubs are not little babies. Mm-hmm. Cherubs are like horrifying sphinxes. Right, and that's the thing is that these quote Renaissance artists or propagandists, as they actually were, um, turned them into something that they really weren't. You know, just like. They change the meaning of all kinds of words with propaganda, right? I mean, not, not just with pictures. I mean, what else? What else? What else is there that we think of when we 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 think of something? Unicorns, for example. Well, Unicorn most likely is referring to a rhinoceros. Of, I mean, obviously, right? The the horned the horned horse never existed. Stop it, right? I mean, since we're on the subject of cryptids, well, hang on. What? What? Is Bigfoot real? Okay, back to back to the. Hang on a second. Back to the the, the unicorn. We'll, we'll answer your question in a second. Um. Uh, but over time, you know, we've turned unicorns into a pretty white horse with a rainbow mane and a, you know, and a curly horn coming out of its head, right? And it's just a mm-hmm. cool magical thing. Yeah, uh, giraffes are actually were a mythical creature in China for like a thousand years because mm-hmm. they, they apparently they sailed, they did an expedition, they did drawings of them, took it back to China, decided, hey, there ain't nothing out there worth seeing, stayed in China, and it became a mythical creature that inspired, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, yeah, that, that for sure is a thing that happens, Johnny. Right. Definitely, you're right. Exactly. So, I mean, who knows, you know, and then again... Um, other other creatures which could have been now back to your Bigfoot question now um, other creatures which were recently discovered like the great apes were only recent were only discovered in what the 1880s right 1890s 1890s ish yeah yeah okay so I mean who's to say that they weren't discovered then and they had been spotted earlier and what we have seen as older Bigfoot spottings were only uh, sightings of actual apes I mean it's possible there are writings of of those apes that have been sighted for hundreds of years, but nobody, nobody until like the, the Victorian era of that British empire really made a point to go and search. Right. Made, made a point. And, to go, and, what was, what was it? Uh, 
Was it Doctor Livingston? We got went through. I think so. Yeah. And and who and that's probably fake as fuck. I'd like to look into that. Doctor Livingston's yeah. gonna be fake as fuck. Yeah. Who knows how much of how many of those creatures or what we think of as cryptids or what we think of as normal animals today? Who knows what the perspective on on the animal kingdom was three hundred years ago? We're never. Can you tell me, guys, what cryptids is. Remember, I'm kind of an idiot with all this. What is a cryptid? Cryptids, uh, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster. A cryptid, the is Loveland a, Frogman. A cryptid is a creature and/or animal that people have made claims exist, but have have not been pinned down and air quotes discovered by science. What about werewolves? That's a cryptid. So that that could fall under that to some degree. You know, like Dogman is considered a cryptid, and Dogman is basically a werewolf. I would love a werewolf episode if, if you, I don't know, because you guys do these great deep dives, very respectful of the topic and um, a lot of info. You guys are really full of a lot of uh, interesting info on this stuff. So I don't know if you've already done one. If you have, just, you know, direct me to that episode. Um, um, well, we did Lycanthropes recently. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. So that would technically be werewolves. Yeah. And then a lot of Dogman stuff in uh, the recent Tennessee show that we did. Mm-hmm. So, which I actually just passed through uh, the Southern LBL last week, Johnny. Oh, yeah. I could feel the darkness. Ah. <laughs> Maybe it was just a smog. That's uh, just your gas from eating gas station uh, barbecue sandwiches. I do not eat the gas station barbecue. There's I'll nothing the wrong with the sushi, though. There's nothing wrong with Bucky's sandwiches. Bucky's sandwiches are good. Yeah. Bucky's is a different thing entirely, though. Bucky's, yeah, but Bucky's is a gas station. It's, it's so much. It's more. like a Walmart gas station. I know. What about Sheets? I've Sheets still never good. been to Sheets. Would you eat it's from good. Sheets? Will you eat from Sheets? I don't know what Sheets is. Okay, Sheets is not. They don't have Sheets in Texas. That's right. Is it like Publix? No, she. Stop. Um, what? Sheets is no. Sheets is no. Sheets is like a smaller version of Bucky's. Right. It's still. It's like a twelve pump. Bucky's, where Bucky's is like a sixty pump gas station. Bucky's is ridiculous, man. They, uh, they just opened one in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, and they're uh, about to, mm-hmm. they're about to open one in Murfreesboro, just south of Nashville. Here, yep, yeah, they're going. They're there's two in. There are about to be two more in Florida too. That'll put four in Florida, two in Tennessee. Yeah, they're they're moving around. They're moving, expanding. Because, you know, you need, you're going to need 60 pump gas stations when everybody's in 15 minute cities in their Tesla meme cars. Hmm. Hey, what is your guys' view on, uh, and I hope this is in still in the realm of paranormies, but uh, Elon Musk, like, do you guys have uh, some theory about him? Oh, lone scum. Yes. Yeah, his name is an anagram for lone scum. Yes, we we talk about Elon all the time. We we made a point, like I think it was last season, to uh, to have an Elon Musk story for every Nationalist Inquirer that we did every week. Um, and it actually wasn't a point; it just happened that way. And we just, I mean, there's a lot of things happening with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there always now, was. Now there stuff still happens. Like you could still, like if we wanted to do like an Elon Musk segment every Nationalist Inquirer, we probably I mean, all we'd have could. to do is draw yeah. from his Twitter. We probably yeah. Well, there's a lot of just exclamation points. 
but he i mean his replies where it's just an exclamation point it's like really i think uh it's my personal take that all billionaires basically that are in the public eye are cartoon characters. I don't you know, think they let you yes. acquire the control of that much resources unless you're like no one just organically built them themselves. It's uh well, no. Elon Musk's like a- mother's also a witch. Right. Well-known but witch. What Noah was just saying is like none of these people are organic, no matter what the story is. And if the if the stories were organic, it, I mean, it should piss you off as an American, if, especially if you have a college degree, if you've actually gone through the rigmarole and all the the getting into debt of of um, you know chaining yourself to eighty thousand, eighty to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in debt just to get that piece of paper mm-hmm. so that you can go work in a cubicle. Um, to to know that the six richest Americans either didn't go or failed out of college. Yeah. And then created and then went on to create six of the most amazing things that, you know, that totally rule your life right now. Something like, you know, you have your your Facebook, your your uh your PayPal, your uh Google. Go- well, um, Google was Sergey Brin and uh the other Russian guy. <clears throat> Sergey Brin actually finished college. Um, well, Microsoft then, sorry. Yeah, Microsoft. Um, Bill Gates dropped out. Then you have um, uh, Bezos failed out of college. Uh, Elon Musk failed out of out of school. You know, you, Zuckerberg failed out of Harvard. You have all of these all of these people that are you know that are way richer than you. They're so much smarter than you because they've invented all of these things that have revolutionized life. And yeah, they didn't even have to go to school. Right, they just wa- they just wake up and make money. Right, loser. and these guys just woke up one day and they and there was Facebook and boom, there was you know there was all the things that Elon's involved in and boom, there was Amazon and boom, there was Microsoft and like, boom, there was Apple. That was the other one I was thinking of was um, Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're essentially mascots. They're like Tony the Tiger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's just John Lennon. You know, in a nice. They're suit. the. Yeah, they're the poster boys for your feudal lords that just own you and make you poorer than the most poor medieval peasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe in all that. So I don't know if that counts as a conspiracy. I believe 100% that the elites own us um, like cattle. Uh, oh, for sure. They don't view it differently. There's Well, have you ever seen the movie Rat Race? Um, With John Lovitz and John Cleese and some other people. They're like... They had a bunch of people racing across country to do. It was a bunch of rich people betting on poor people. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. This. yeah, well, and in in between all these rich people were like having all these side bets, and the side bets were super retarded things like which maid could climb the drapes the fastest for like a for like a billion dollars. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Like the, this is stuff that rich people. You know what I mean? Like when you are that rich, when money doesn't exist to you, what do you do for fun? Like, is fun a thing to those people, right? Well, it gets boring after a while, whatever we think is fun, and you have to push it to the next step. Like, they're, you know, these people are tired of a room full of the hottest blondes you've ever seen, right? So they have to Mm. push it. Now they're, you know, six months, two years in, they're they're, um, smashing a girl's skull. And like, they're like, it's still not enough, right? So, yeah, you could see how these people get to... Well, but you're talking Demonic. about you're talking Sorry, about God. generational, and when we say when I say generational, I mean probably at this point it's probably hundreds of generations. 
Yeah. You know, it's not, it isn't like, you know, oh, the Bush family goes back to this, or like all the presidents go back to this guy from 1644. No, they go back way further than that. Yeah, I believe all that. Yeah. Um, and I believe that the game, well, what I'm saying is with the, like with that, with the rich people thing is that their game has been won for a very long time and everything right now is just like a little side quest for them. Like, I wonder if we can make everybody gay in Uganda. You know what I mean? I, You know what? I'll bet you, uh, or it's like in the movie uh, Trading Places, they're doing a bet for a dollar, right? If they could make a rich person poor and a poor person rich, like switch their places or whatever. Yeah, it's like Dark City or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely like, and there's, but there's just these bets, these wagers between people we n- will never see, you know? Yeah. And it's, and, you know, and the only people that talk to them are the people that sit around that m- mirrored table in Sweden, or not Sweden, in Switzerland, right? And they sit around, where was the um the Super Friends, and then who were the bad guys? The Legion of Doom. Legion of right? Doom. Legion of Doom, and they, yeah. Remember they had that, that castle with the, 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 you know, where they all sat around like the round table? It's like a giant helmet in the swamp. Yeah, but it's not, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, in the swamp. That's it, in Switzerland. It was a pretty though. chill crib. That yeah. does sound pretty cool. But the reality of, of it is, is that place actually exists, and it's in Switzerland. Really? Why Switzerland? Is, because, that, is there some lore there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you got to go back and listen to the Switzerland episode. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to go back and Swiss. listen. Yeah, we can't get into the, all the Switzerland lore. Dude, uh, yes. take, listen, this is what needs long. to happen. You guys need to just all select an episode and just send it to me on Telegram. Just send whatever you think I need to hear. I, I swear I'll listen to every single one. I do think I do think the Switzerland episode was probably top three from that season. Okay, it Easy. was it was by far one of the most fun episodes we I've done with these guys for sure. Uh, that was because it was just we were discovering things as we were recording the show. We I don't remember what we what did we start the episode doing. So well, this that would we actually. We actually started it uh, to do a Switzerland show because the Nationalist Inquirer, like the week or two before, uh, I remember I was looking for stories and I found that that website all about Switzerland. Mm, that's right. And you were like, oh, my God, we have to we have to do a full show on this. So that's right. Done, that's what we happened. ended up doing like three hours. Right. We found that. That's right. We found that website. And it was just like literally every organization that has the word world affiliated with its title other than the World Wrestling Federation um you know is headquartered in geneva like yeah headquartered or has or has a branch there right, uh, right. everything i mean even to like the world gender and tranny council right world, to the world jewish congress world jewish congress mm-hmm. world council of churches like every yeah so this everything goes back there sweden is he- or sweden stop saying sweden switzerland is headquarters for the new world order or the old world I, order or whatever. I know they have some certain um, banking regulate the, the lack of, of certain banking regulations. Is it is it partially because of that or is that just a, a facade on the top? Like oh, that's, that's what a, they passed because there's a deeper connection to that place. There's a much deeper connection to that place. I mean, you've got the Swiss Guard who are basically, you know, they basically run the Vatican. The Vatican yeah. yeah. So you've got the Vatican ties to Switzerland. You've got the, the Swiss banks. CERN. You've got CERN. You've got, yeah, you've got, I mean... Like is it's Langley also, it, is Langley like central to anything? No, not really. It's not even central to the United States. So how is the Central Intelligence Agency like headquartered? No, it's not. The Central Intelligence Agency is headquartered underneath the lake in Geneva, in Switzerland. 
Really? They have an office yeah. in Langley. That and sounds that, cool. And that whole area is very, very ancient and important in regards to occult lore and history, too. Yep. That's why so, that's um, why all of that stuff is there. None of these things are new. They're just putting new facades on old and, and on ancient ancient businesses. Well, they weren't really businesses. They were just like, you know, I don't know what they were back then, but now they're businesses. <laughs> now they're considered NGOs and businesses. Yep. NGOs, but are the actual G. Mm-hmm. Right, right. They're AGOs, actual government organizations. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, we could go back and talk about Switzerland again anytime because there's, there's a lot that goes on there, even with CERN, right? And uh, we were talking about... Well, when you talk about, ter- about CERN, you talk about um, quantum computing, and when you talk about quantum computing, you have to talk about the sentient world system over there at Purdue University. And uh, that's been that that was uh, uh, Skull posted some stuff on that. The sentient can I, world can I make sure. maybe I'm at it'll be asking a question uh, about that. And you guys because you guys know a lot about this stuff. But so with um, quantum computing, um, so the guy who came up with, uh, you know, these these potential states that matter can be in mm-hmm. um was Schroeder, Schroeder, schrodinger or whatever his his he had this idea schrodinger schrodinger uh so uh, i but i read that was like he wasn't serious he was trying to illustrate the absurdity like like for it to work for their observations he proposed this thing that was clearly absurd like a cat or a dog yeah, that's the cat the box, yeah, schrodinger's cat yeah yeah but so i'm saying like you know uh i are is quantum computing even a thing or I, for some reason i kind of think it it doesn't exist i don't know maybe people are going to be like well you're dumb now but um i don't think it exists i don't think quantum uh i don't think thing a, a one thing can be in two states at once it seems well, like retarded to me but now as far well, as that goes oh, yeah. i tend to agree um now do they have <clears throat> excuse me do they have computers with the computing power to actually create a digital copy of every human on earth and algorithmically program what those people are can and can't do yes that is absolutely true and that is what they're doing with quantum computing i don't believe that the the uh the two state three state flux of material or whatever i don't believe that that's what they're doing with it i i do believe that they are using it to do things like guide humanity through stuff like COVID and that kind of, you know, huge event, uh, world changing events, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, you know, someone, if someone's like, Hey, uh, the cat is in a super position until you see it, it's both alive and dead. To me, I just walk away from that person. I go, this person's a crazy guy. And you're like, like what yeah, that's a useless conversation. It doesn't need to be had. Okay. Yeah, and, and the way that they they talk about what they're trying to do with quantum computing, quantum mechanics, and everything, to me, whenever I hear them talk about quantum stuff, I I think of it almost as they're just using magic. Magic and technology are, are far more related than we're led to believe. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so I I think that quantum computing is is simply a form of magic. Because if we are in a simulation and you are manipulating the reality of that simulation, what is that if not magic? 
Absolutely, dude. Yeah, sure. And and we've talked about that. It's like even Jordy Rose, right, from um, Deep Wave Quantum Computing. Is that who he is? Jordy Rose? Is yes, he, Jordy yes. Rose. Yeah, he's like in one of his semi-TED Talk type speeches, he said things like, well, you know, the conspiracy theorists say that, you know, we're talking to demons through our, our computers, you know, getting information from uh, other dimensions. I mean, we are, but that's not really the way it works, though. Ha, 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 ha. And he continues on with the speech. And everybody just kind of laughs a little bit and they just continue on. But he literally just said, yes, that's what we're doing. We're literally talking to demons. Like, there you go. Like, they, they tell you that. Ha, 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 it's a joke. Right. Ha, 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 so funny joke. No. Do you guys believe, and I know I'm, you know, you, uh, I, I, we have to, I'm sure my time's up soon, but uh, so the idea that, like, uh, these sinister groups, whoever they are, probably Jews, uh, they have to kind of let you know for some weird reason what they're doing to you. And so they, they find ways to sort of tell you all the hor- horrific shit they're doing and you're almost signing off like mm. whether it's through hollywood or um you know they'll literally put it in books terms and, and conditions like it's the whole concept of terms and conditions signing nobody nobody reads the terms and conditions and that's how everybody ended up as a human sent ipad on south park yeah, was, it, yeah nobody- and that that's why you know in the bond vil- films like the bad guys telling the bond what he's going to do to him before he kills him mm-hmm. it, because you know jews are making the film and they're like well, yeah, that's what we do before we, you know, before we destroy the hero. We like we have to get him to consent. We have to inform him of what we're going to do. Sure. So we're somehow like clean of the sin we're about to commit. Well, some of it is like where they have to make you they make us do the bad thing for them. Like with 9-11, they didn't actually kill anybody during 9-11. So but they made us think that they did. Mm-hmm. And people bought it. And so everybody was like, we need to go kill all those brown people because they killed our people. And they're like, yeah. well, I guess, okay. And we go over there and we kill the people. And they're like, this is what you wanted. You know, and that's how it works. They have to trick, they trick us into doing this. And it's part of, it's, it's, it's all part of contractual magic. It really is. And I think that's part of, you know, all, all magic is contracts. Yes. So yeah, magic and the spiritual realm are, are very legal based. Mm-hmm. And if you know, I mean, anybody who's, who's been around Jews know that they're very much into the legal realm and having invented legalese and even it's gone so far to to keep chat gpt out of the legal areas how about that right really oh yeah somebody got busted i think they did this on purpose but um somebody got busted doing some papers for a case and they cited a bunch of cases that didn't exist because chat chat gpt came up with a bunch of stuff for them that is that is pretty funny, honestly. I would like to be in the room when that actually happened, if it really actually if happened. If it really actually happened, and it wasn't just a way for them to say, boom, 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 no chat GPT in the, in the courtroom. Yeah. You know? yeah. I hope it did happen, though, because that would be hilarious. Yeah, I, I think it, I, 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 if it did, it's funny. If it did, but if it did happen, it's a Jew planting it so that they could do that. You know what I mean? It's just they're well planned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very magic and you know and this this stuff this this uh humiliation rituals that we go through constantly and these uh contractual magic things that they make us do um and the inversion magic that we have to see constantly where like I said like there's trannies everywhere where there, there wasn't 10 years ago. There was definitely not 20 years ago and 30 years ago there was no such thing. Right? Yeah, you know, it really is sick. It's like we'll and- get you to mutilate your child's mm-hmm. genitalia 
Like and we'll it, have you do it. It went from it, right. It went from it went from growing your hair long and piercing your ear, you know, to some body modification and tattoos, you know. Yeah, we'll turn your son into now, a girl. Right now, dead. it's yeah, you get zipper tits and an zipper tits and added dick to me from your arm fat. That's horrific. Yeah, it's we'll terrible. Get you dude. to mutilate your child and beg for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you demand it. Mm-hmm. You'll mm-hmm. demand that your yes. son marries a black guy after cutting his, you know, yeah, genitalia. But, and then they'll put out an ar- an article in the Atlantic and talk about how a tranny says it's made them a better CIA officer. So basically, just like every failing empire, they oh have my a god, class. dude! That I saw that and I was like, well, I mean. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I mean, had, of course. You got Tranisaries. Yeah, I saw that Okay, too. we've talked about Tranisaries for a long time. Eunuchs have always been the best Janissary class for every empire. Eunuchs, eunuchs are always used in, in this position. They're only loyal to the state. And here, your eunuchs are going to be getting their, their state-issued uh, HRT, right? So I mean, not to call, not to call back to a horrible tv series but in game of thrones the most devious backstabbing character was a eunuch right yeah not to mention the ten thousand strong army of eunuchs brown brown skinned eunuchs yeah so yeah i mean you know coming soon like these these you see these uh a couple was it two years ago the tranny cop who was like finally made it into the police academy (laughs) And it's just like you could just see like crazy in its eyes. It was like yeah, holding its taser <laughs> or something. It's like you're gonna let that's gonna be a cop. And this is where we're at. This is where we're at. We have we have cops that are gonna be trannies, and we have trannies in the schools, and we have trannies everywhere. And these are those are the ones. These are the these are the ones with the five o'clock shadow. They're like it's ma'am. You know, oh, it's scary. I mean, it's yeah. definitely scary. And even someone who's kind of a normie on things like me. Um, really can't not start paying attention to mm. some of these things and, and trying to address it, you know? Um, well, that's the thing is nobody addresses it. And it, it's, it's the trannies, like these boomers, like, the, you know, their grandkids are showing up in dresses and stuff now. And the boomers are like, eh, I mean, you guys are addressing it right now. Like, hey, I think yeah. the images I do try to address it. Yeah. Um, hey, no, no, I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. What is your favorite go-to topic to try to bring up to normal people that you think would be sympathetic or interested in your point of view of how things work how things work meaning is that like talking about jewish power or i that could be that could be one thing like like how like how do you uh how do you get your foot in the door conversationally without without like browbeating or you know, mm-hmm. like like you're like you're hoping to influence like you find someone that you're hoping that you can influence because you think that th- that they're on the wrong track. Yeah, like a friend or family. And I've actually I mean, you know, it's awful to see the trannies, um, especially when they're children. I've, you know, you've, your heart goes out to these people who are convinced to go through this thing for whatever reason. But it, it's such it's like, first of all, it's a very small part of uh, part of the population. And it's just an easy win. Like when someone on the far left or anti-white left comes up and wants to have a debate, I'm just like trannies, get away from me. Like you, you lose because trannies. <laughs> right. Every automatically, it's person... over. Sorry, what was that? I mean, no, it's automatically over. You, you, you picked the side of trannies. We can't talk by. 
Yeah, yeah, but like, yes, and even normal people, normal, because a lot of my families are on the left, and I have some left-leading views on economics, but um, it's just such a, like, it's a home run, right? You want to have a discussion with a normal person that let's say they like unions or something right oh, like, this, I don't you're know, talking about me this is my this is my wheelhouse right here yeah and, and so, so they want to you know i don't know who should who should i vote for it's like okay not the one who wants to mutilate children it's just such a like a home run it's just not the tranny guy that's it right don't go with the tranny guy but who's the who's yeah but these days who's not the tranny guy yeah you it's a good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, Donald Trump loves trannies so much he bought the Miss Universe pageant. Are those all trannies? At this point, yes. He married three <laughs> of them. I mean, come on. Yeah, um, that's you're right. That's a tough one. I don't know. But OK, so you say no one. And I, I, I actually have convinced a lot of um, family and friends who are are uh, were lifelong voting Democrats to simply not vote in, in the, oh, that's in good. the last of the upcoming election. Because it's getting really hard for a normal American who maybe is um, left leaning on certain, you know, they like sure. funding for Shakespeare in the park. Sure, absolutely. Um, they like the, the they like the nice liberal things, right? Yeah, but yeah, as right. soon as you go like, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm trying to not go too far with with what I say. No, but you can go as far as you like. I don't know. It's like that man's fucking your child in the ass. Okay, like yeah. <laughs> this is what they want, mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe we don't need to have a discussion about uh, Martin Luther King at this very moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they've gone so far. You know, what are we talking about? They're openly beating up whites in the, in the street. I mean, right. they, they are. That happened. Right. White women are, are being dragged from their car and beaten. Um, they're tearing statues down. They're erasing our history. They're demonizing us. You're racist if you don't hate yourself. I mean, it's it's insane. So it's it's not what do I say it's where do I start frankly, and um, uh, no one I know in my life is is who who have been lifelong Democrats are going like yeah Biden's really doing a great job. So um, yeah, I've asked I've see. asked so many I've asked so many uh, union guys that well see most of the union guys I work with because I I work um, a lot in the Midwest. And mm-hmm. a lot of those guys were Trump supporting union guys, right? Um, which is kind of odd. But there's a lot of blue dog Democrats who I've asked about that kind of stuff. And I'm like, so you're cool with the tranny thing? He's like, well, you know, whatever people want to do with their kids, let their, you know, that's between them and their kids and blah, 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 their kids. You know, you don't know the situation and like, that's none of my business. They, they pull a lot of that. There's a lot of head in the sand going on with that. Sometimes you have to give them the like the bravery to do it. If someone says, well, hey, what, whatever people do in their bedroom, go. That's the wrong answer, buddy. OK, we're not moving forward with that answer. You know that that shit's fucked up. So, you know, I understand you like, um, uh, you know, Terrace for a long time was uh, championed by the what is this? The AF something CIO, the, the largest union. The AFL-CIO, yeah, right. AFL-CIO, yeah. excuse yes. me. So um, and. Once once Trump gets elected and decides to pass the tariffs, which I I thought it was a great thing, um, they they didn't support him. I think their members need to say, "Hey, wait, who, who's actually backing um, working class populist policies at this point? Um, is it Joe Biden? No, Joe Biden's the guy who's voting for you know you could charge 
over 14% interest on um, loans, mm. like literally usury. Um, so I think there's been a, like a reworking of the sides, like what is left, what is right, whose, whose constituents are now the working class. It's no longer um, pro-union Democrats. Frankly. Right. Well, what they're doing is they're, they're uh, pushing everything into the uniparty. You've got, uh, you've got, um, you're gonna have your left wingish uh, Republican and your right wingish Democrat. You're gonna have your RFK Jr., who's gonna be your he's your anti-vax, anti-war le- uh, Democrat, who will probably who would probably beat Biden, honestly, if it was like a fair yeah. in, in a fair in a fair election, if there was such a thing. Um, and I, I want to say that that's gonna he's gonna pull so many of the uh, the anti-vax republicans and it's just going to be like oh we can all just come together under this one guy kennedy and kennedy will unite the country again under the uniparty it is a uniparty you're right it already is it already is and when i talk to normies about this i say dude honestly when you think about this you got the right wing you got the left wing right he's like yeah i say, how many birds you got just one all right there you go yeah and they're, they're like, that's so easy with normies. And they're like, that, and it works for them. And they go, well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you go to the same brain. No. I'm like, well, they're both funded by the same people. They get, if you look at their funding, they're funded by the exact same people. They're owned by BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, just like everybody is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I have this boomer union dude at work, and I tell him all the time. He tries to come up to me and start talking about how awesome blue team is and how awful red team is. And I said, dude, they both suck. Yeah. They're both terrible. I, I, like, I like, I, I could care less. Just go dude trannies. Yeah. Well, I, tra- I, I, I have to be really careful about things oh, yeah. to bring up at work. Yeah. I uh, just, uh, there's work a, is a lot of, thing. you know, if, if it was, if it was like a cookout somewhere, yeah, you know, that would story. be one thing. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'd be like, I thought genital mutilation was a bad thing when it was girls that you guys were bringing over here from Somalia, right? You know, but but now it's but now it's okay because it's our own our own kids. Now it's okay because your tri- your children are mongrels simply for being white. Yeah, like I I remember I remember a blue team feminist libtard saying, "No, this is horrific. They take a." You know, they basically take a wire snips to a girl's clitoris, you know, if they're Somali. And that's a horrific thing. I'm like, yeah, well, the tools are a little nicer, but they're doing the same shit to the young girls. You know, (laughs) right. Honestly, I'm very careful in the in real life. I I do a lot of shrugs and stuff. I I actually like people to think I'm liberal in the real. And I, you know, I can do a fair job of it. Um, what I do is like someone will come up to me and be like, yeah, my sister, she's dating, you know, this guy, Rodrigo. I'll be like, Rodrigo. Really? Right. Okay. Hey. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to get into it with them, but like, I think he understood. Right. You know, people, people get more than, than they let on. Oh, a lot of people do. They totally do. Dude. They, uh, you can really? say I certain things. Okay. Yeah. You can say certain things to people like, you know, people still know what good schools means. You know, that kind of you can drop that kind safe of safe neighborhoods, safe neighborhoods, <laughs> right? Teens, yeah. you know, this guy well, was after jumped a while, by teens. You get very practiced at like giving the side eye that nobody else really sees, except for maybe the one or two people that know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I saw a guy today at the ball game and he had he was carrying two Bud Lights. And I, I 
we made eye contact and I laughed and I was like, are those buy one, get one free buddy. And, and, and you could, and you could tell, like, he felt like a little bit of shame. He's like, I've got the gay beer now. Yeah. But a beer at a ball game is like $45. I don't even fault the guy. If they did discount him, I'd be like, well, I don't care. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I'm, it's, yeah, again, again, a beer at a ball game, two beers, again, it's forty bucks. Yeah, it's not, it's not fair. But um, oosh, we are way over. We are way over break time. No, I don't think so, sir. Thank you for dropping by. Yeah, thank thanks you for having you guys. Yes, uh, shill your show real quick one more time before you go. Okay, uh, so it's called uh, Lore Crimes. You can search that on Telegram. And um, I'm also going to be trying to post it all over Telegram. And uh, I'll post it on my Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, you could also look at my art page. Uh, no, I don't think so. Art on Telegram. Uh, there's some some stuff's a little bit out there and weird. Um, but hey, I don't know. Check it out. You might like it. Right on. Well, thank you very much. And we're really looking forward to listening to you in Tony Castle on lore crimes soon thanks a lot guys all right take it easy man. dude it's great to meet you have a good night all right well that was no i don't think so um yes i i was i will be appearing on that show which is what, kind of what i was hinting at earlier Now, did he mention that would be the next episode they release? The second episode. Second episode. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It'll be the second episode. Uh, the first episode is some other interview, uh, and that's it. All right. Well, um, well, come on, Dogbite. You got to do better than that. You're the, you're the no, new that, it's a good Fear Factory song. Uh, we did Fear Factory like two weeks ago, though. Yeah, I, I wasn't there. It doesn't so matter. I didn't pick it. <laughs> That doesn't like, matter. It, ma- it matched the episode, actually, is what it was. Yeah, so, so is this. It does? It's, it's, and it's five minutes long, which is perfect. Oh, okay. I mean, I was going to. Okay. We got Storm King stuff we can we can play. Whatever you want to do, man. I got I got to hit the road. Okay. So we'll see you later, and uh, we'll play... Let's play Caldera Death Cult by Storm King. Beautiful song. And we'll be back in five minutes. Love it.
All right, everyone, we are back. This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Minoxide with Reinhardt and Jack. Dogbot had to run, uh, but we, and so did, no, I don't think so, but we are joined by a good friend of the show, one Captain Hook. <laughs> just, no, just Hook from Metal Up Your Fash. What's up, bro? Uh-oh. Reinhardt, Jack, Hook. Yes. Okay, there's Reinhardt. Whew. We're here. I thought something happened. Okay, well, Jack, Hook is... Jack's Hook's, muted. Hook's, Hook's here. Hook's here. I uh, can see, what? yeah. Well... Might be having audio issues. There you go. Where? There you go, Hook. Your, your, your fears are realized. Your audio is, is shit. It, it happened. <laughs> the nightmare is real. Um... And yes, we we usually start immediately after the the song. There, dude, that's the five minute break. Yes, that's how it goes. Uh, we're back. Uh, Reinhardt's here. Jack is is here. Jack, are you here, buddy? Or are you still muted? Jack went out for Jack went out for a cigarette, so it's going to be a second. It's all good. Just like my dad. Yep, that happens. Yeah, I'll be back though. Yeah, but your dad uh, well, went got guess... the milk and came back though. It wasn't like one of those yeah. situations. Yeah. That is true. Oh, there's Hook. Oh. There's Hook. Hello, sir. Oh, God. Hey, hey, hey. hey, buddy. Sorry about that, fellas. It's all right. What's up, bro? Oh, man. Just, uh, it's actually a spoopy night tonight over here. We nice. got uh, thunder and rain and everything nice. Oh, man. Uh, we had thunder last night. No rain. It, it just thundered a lot. And then it was just like, it was a dud. There's no, no we we've been getting some uh, big torrential downpours lately. We've freaking needed it dude we we had a sunny day all day and then about 3 30 the sky just opened up with thunder and everything else and we got um a little bit smaller more like ping pong ball ball sized hail for about 10 minutes and then everything just went back to normal oh dude hail is crazy do you remember the video i i took of the hail storm in my truck by my house yes oh yeah it was out of nowhere it's just like hail is the weirdest weather anomaly Right, because it'll be like sunny, and then it's cloudy, and then you, then you, then your vehicle is dented, and then it's sunny again. Like what the fuck? It comes in, destroys your car, refuses to elaborate, leaves. Yes, yeah, thanks, Harp. Very hey, it cool. Was a douche. Right. Yeah, I kind of want to say that about Dogbot's uh, break music. There, that was Fear Factory. No, that was oh no, no that wasn't Fear Factory. That was um, uh, Storm King. Oh, okay. I was like, that is uh, some different Fear Factory. Because I heard him talking about playing Fear Factory, and you were kind of giving him shit about it. Oh, I wasn't giving him shit. It was that, well, kind of it was. Um, it was <laughs> It was just that, well, because, two, was it two weeks ago, Grognak picked a Fear Factory song that fit an episode we were we were doing. And um, I, don't, I don't like to play, you know, repetitious bands. Oh yeah, I feel you, bro. Yeah, I know you do. I know, I know you understand. Which which reminds me, now that you're here tonight, can you do me a huge, huge mongus favor and drop me that mega link again? Because I need to upload that to my new computer. It was on my old one. The music mega. The music mega. Yeah. Uh, sure. You don't. You don't know what I'm talking about. We'll we'll figure it out. Oh, okay, cool. Never mind. I thought you, I thought you knew what I was talking about because you gave it to me no. last time. It was a it was a, a shared folder with like a gazillion t- terabytes. Oh of music. shit! That was a while ago then. Yeah. yeah uh, 
Yeah, I'll hit. I'll. I'll, I'll okay. look you up. Okay. Yeah. Because my library, my library was a lot of that was on my old MacBook that is still it's clean. I remember the one that I spilled my coffee on. You guys remember that the live Nationalist Inquirer where? I, oh yes, I remember. Where I had to call <laughs> in via phone, like. <laughs> Reinhardt, you're recording, right? Oh, thank God. Man. That was that was about 20 minutes of a heart attack. I Was it me? I think it was me and Grognak were filibustering about the uh, the Jewish cult in Mexico when that happened. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, good Lord. We There's people over on DLive, and they're donating. Uh, Hook, thank you for donating earlier, by the way. Hello, Earthlings. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, Hook donated, Batteries79 donated, um, a Wolf336 donated, a Hook donated some more. And well, you know Hook only donated because he knows he'll get it back from, or back to Met Up Your Fash later on. Right. It's just like, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's literally just cycling through like the three channels. It's just, that, yeah, uh, we just keep handing the same 20 there. bucks back and forth all over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's literally like 20 bucks. It's like when you and your friend keep taking each other out to lunch and paying. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Like you take me out to lunch and buy, and then I take you out to lunch and buy, and then you take Hook. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. That's how you're supposed to do things, though. But you always have that one friend who never has any money. We had this one dude. Like I felt bad. Like he he was trying. He had a job and whatever. But he was, he was like staying on my couch. Me and my roommate. Like it was a two bedroom apartment. I had one room. He had the other room. And then our buddy was crashing on the couch, which was supposed to be for like a week. It turned into like four months. Right. It always does. And we used to always go out every Wednesday night to go to eat. And to eat and drink beer and watch the new South Park because it was when South Park was still fairly new. I was in my earlier twenties when this happened. It was Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. Yep, we would go to John <laughs> Harvard's Brew Pub. Yep. In John Harvard's Brew Pub, when brew pubs were like a big thing, we go to John Harvard's Brew Pub and go drink beer and and watch South Park. And our buddy who was on the couch was like. Yeah, come on. What do you got? He's like, you got five. he's like, I only got like ten bucks I can spend until I get paid. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got you. And it'd always be like, the bill would come and and it would be like between the three of us, it would be like eighty something dollars. So it's like thirty bucks a piece, basically, right? Thirty five bucks a piece with tip. And I'm like, you have five bucks. Yeah, I'll get you this time. And then it's like six times later, it's like, yeah, maybe he doesn't come anymore. Always that friend. I mean, eventually that that always has to happen. Yeah, yeah. You're never like one of the first back. times it happens, you're like, okay, uh, I don't want to be a jerk. I, you know, I want to help my buddy. Yeah. And then afterwards, you just lose all sense of like caring for the guy. You're like, okay. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yep, yep. Me, me and Jeff are going, dude. Me and Jeff are going to watch South Park. You got any money? No. All right. Well, too bad. That's it. <laughs> and then we come back to find him like feet up on the couch playing my PlayStation. So yeah. The, the nerve worst. right it's so it's worst. like it's, if they're like, not your kids you know it's like right son of a bitch oh dude you know yeah my whole 20s was like my early 20s after my after my go rounds with college uh my 20s were spent uh living living with a couple of my high school buddies for for quite a few years so i didn't have kids i didn't have kids until i was like 29 i was 29 when i had a first one so damn we're yeah. similar 
But yeah, uh, I was, see, but you I, popped out. I was bunch. literally days away from my thirtieth birthday. Yeah, when I had my first son. Yeah, but you're popping them out, and then we ended up getting divorced like dummies, and skipped that whole section of time where she would have had a the better for. Anyways, you have what three? Uh, Thursday, I'll have four. Thursday, you'll have four. Congratulations. Brother. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats. Thursday, you'll have four. Yeah, I only have two, but yeah. Best I could do is two. I've only yeah. got one. We're waiting until we actually get in a new house before we think about expanding. Two and three. Yeah. Yeah. But Bro, I can't even think about expanding, man. That shit just happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, know. I know. Uh, babe. Yeah. No, you, know. you can, well, no, you can, you know, you can tell. I mean, like, there's, yeah. it's not that hard to learn their schedule, dude. Like, yeah, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy to not have kids. It's also pretty easy to have kids. So, both women are fairly easily impregnated up until a certain point. I'll say. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Put that yeah. on your social media profile. Easily impregnated. Right. This nigga can't pull out his own driveway. Like, you know what I mean? I know my, my job's pissed because they got to pay me out six weeks each time. Oh, really? And I've nah, three nice. times. Nice. We're about to be four. No, well, this will be the third oh, third, third one at this job. Oh, the first one they didn't so. get to cover. Oh. Boss, yeah, boss makes yeah, a dollar. I make work. a dime. That's why I have kids on company time. That's why I breed my oh, wife yeah. on company time. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poop and have babies on on company time. Hell yeah, boy. I had a buddy who used this, to get his this, haircut. This on. has been endorsed by a hook. <laughs> I had a buddy who used to get his haircut on company time and he got caught. And he's like, the fuck are you doing? It's company time. He's like, my hair grows on company time. <laughs> <laughs> if, okay, if I were the boss, I'd be like, all right, yeah, well, fair boss, enough. Boss is like, this nigga, I got nothing. <laughs> he's like, I got nothing. All right, carry on. Hurry up. I can't I can't even be mad. He's like, I can't even be mad. That was that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great comeback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta use that one. Oh, yeah. oh man. Except I haven't had a haircut in a decade. So. No, you definitely not, yeah. Yeah. I, went I don't think you've had a haircut since the last time I saw you, which might be two decades now. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> need, All right, well, let's correct that. All right. Well, you guys hug and kiss later. Let's talk about some spoop. Um, what do we got going on, you guys? What's 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 scary and spoopy that's going on recently? Uh, there was some updates to some 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 shit that had happened. Wasn't there like wasn't there some updates to some of the spoop or there was something we missed that was big on Tuesday? I know there was something. I feel like I dropped something in the prep chat over the week. The doesn't have to do with Neuralink, right? Oh, the Neuralink is something we're we're gonna we're gonna do that this week. Uh, but no, it was before that. But see, you guys remember um. You know, by the way, by the way, we we figured it out why why pit bulls attack. Oh yeah, you guys, we figure out why pit bulls attack because living in in a place with a chirping smoke detector, eventually they go nuts. Oh shit! I could have told you that. That's yeah. Genius. That's really it. That's that's literally all it is. Well, change pit bulls really didn't do nothing pit bulls really didn't do nothing they were literally i mean imagine dogs you know the dog whistles that are so high that we can't hear them right and the the chirp i mean it bothers us a little bit but like to a dog that high pitch stuff's got to bother them that chirp, chirp, chirp. 
That's kind I mean, of it's got to be like standing next to the speaker at a metal show. Right, but just with like no ear protection. Right, but just like for one chug every seven minutes or something, you know. That that would drive me crazy. It's like okay, for, it's like the Chinese water torture. Or for you know, like one one, th- one third fret G string harmonic. Just that that high <laughs> anybody who plays guitar knows what I mean. <laughs> just for like yeah. one second. It's like that's what it's gotta be like, right? Or standing right next to the speakers. And a dog is like, where the hell is that coming from? Right. And it's just they see a baby. The baby made a high-pitched noise. The dog doesn't know any different. And boom, dinner. I mean, even just as a normal white guy, that I that would drive me fucking insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still laugh at the Joy Reid thing. Uh, David Santa Carla's tweet has gone viral, officially gone viral. And Wait, I, I think I missed that. What was it? Oh, Joy Reid. She's that anti-white, black, yeah. crazy bitch on what is she on MSNBC or whatever, and she's doing an anti-white screed where she's talking about how we killed indigenous and we killed this and blah 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 blah, and the whole time, her smoke detector is chirping. It's like that's funny. Bitcher millionaire, okay. like twenty. What? Her house. She's worth twenty-one million dollars. That's what her, she's on paper being worth twenty-one million. And her smoke detectors chirp. People like that don't deserve to live. They're not people. They're not, yeah, I was going to say. That's true. Yeah. You caught me in the That's middle true. of a yawn, Jack. You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> I have worked I have worked the whole weekend, I have to admit. I, I am in machine mode again, but I'm only in machine mode for, for two weeks because then... I have my dental work. I can't wait to get. Do you guys? Do you guys like dental work? Do you love dental work? Do you love I the dentist? I it. absolutely love getting my teeth drilled into. Oh, God, I have. Um, I know you guys remember. Or you don't remember, but I like a long time ago. I broke my teeth, and that's how I got the name Johnny Monoxide from the carbon monoxide poisoning incident. And um, one of my. One of my front teeth was broken and re-put in, knocked out and put back in, and root canal, and eventually it broke, and now I have an implant that's been put in, and uh, this month I have uh, a small th- a surgery, a healing cap, and the next month I get the actual tooth back. So, Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. So I don't have to wear Are the... you ju- just now getting the implant? I have, <clears throat> I have the post, right? Mm-hmm. I have all that. But uh, that's all healed. So now they're going to do what's called a healing cap where they put it on. They open your gum up and they put that under your gum. And what it does is it shapes the gum to make it look more like the other gums. And so it looks when they put the the actual crown, which is the, the tooth, the crown in, it looks like it's supposed to be there. Nice. It's a it's, a, it's, like, a, the, uh, it's like a five step process, dude. How was the uh, them putting that post in there? Uh, the post was pretty terrible. Um, yeah. Worst part was getting the original root out. It had been root. Okay, so the tooth was not completely out, left out of my mouth overnight in a Ziploc bag with some water. I didn't know what to do with it. That's, you're supposed to put it in milk. I didn't know about the milk thing because, you know, calcium, I guess. Um, I just kept it wet. The next day, the dentist put it back in, but it had already started healing. So there was some material in the bottom of the socket, so it didn't go in all the way. So it had to be grinded down to fit in there. There's a whole bunch of shit happening. Anyways, 
So the root ended up doing what's being called anklicized. It anklicized to the bone in my jaw, which is where it basically bondoed itself to the bone in my jaw. So when I broke the root and the tooth came out, but the root was still in there, they had to go in with a miniature roto hammer and jackhammer the root off the bone. That was the worst, was the first surgery, was getting the tooth out, the extraction. Oh, man. Were you awake for all this? I was awake. Uh, lots of Novocaine. And both dentists, the one that did the extraction and the one that did the the um, the post, were like, you may be the most stoic dental patient we've ever had, ever. Like, I just do breathing exercises while I'm getting this done. And it's like, I don't know. I go yeah, somewhere I else. Would, I would just always bring music and... I go somewhere like, else. Do breathing exercises and try and fall asleep. I, no, there's no falling asleep when no. <laughs> when you can feel them like standing on your face as they're putting a jackhammer up into like what would be behind your nose, like right, like where you pick your nose oh. like, when you first go up in there. Yeah, like right behind that. Yeah, that's actually your jaw. That's just terrible. That's actually your nope. upper jaw. So that's where they're drilling into. Yeah. So you know whatever. Yeah. There's no sleeping. So I just you know. Um, I'm assuming what a lot of rape victims do. They just like, you know, go to a safe place. Like <laughs> <laughs> think of your happy place. Yeah. Go to a happy place. Go to a happy place. Go to a happy place. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. That's a terrible getting, thing to think of. You're getting your mouth raped by an impact drill. Right. By a tiny, tiny little Makita. Ugh. Ugh. Dude, it was so bad. And the grinding sound is what the worst is. You can't even, you could be, I mean, like I was, I had probably, I was listening to some something loud and angry, probably some something with a, a lot of speed, double bass, right? Very loud. And even that, you could just hear and feel the drilling over all of that, yeah. It, like, echoes in your skull. Mm -hmm. I hate the smell, that, like, that weird the burning, burning smell. burning tooth smell, yes. Oh, that's God. That's, Talk about that's the worst part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I. oh, man, that's terrible. That's a terrible smell. Ugh. Grinding of teeth. Yes, that oh, that is spoopy mm. right there. Doctors yeah, that... or dentists yeah. are are what the uh, are what Jews make Nazi doctors out to be. Right. Well, didn't they? Uh, what was it? Metalocalypse. They uh, they even said like, yeah, like dentistry is like the most metal of industries out there. Yep. Because <laughs> I forgot about you know, that. They're, fuck they're fucking with your head. They're fucking with your head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Explosion. I love Nathan Explosion. I love the whole. I love the whole. The whole crew, dude. I love that show. Even though, yes, I know Brendan Small is a Jew. Is he? Of course. He's he's one of the ones that goes closer to the back of the line. He's whatever. It's whatever. I saw them. I, I saw him with Mastodon. With uh, I saw Metalocalypse with Mastodon. Um, I mean, Metal it does. Metalocalypse. It, what the fuck's to be honest? Man? Metalocalypse oh. does kind of scratch the same itch that i guess like uh metal sucks does in the uh the uh what do they call it self-deprecating type, type stuff sure you know metal sucks yeah it's just self-deprecating yeah i when um, i saw death i went and saw death clock with with mastodon and i want to say gojira yeah okay yeah, that would have been a fun remember night. that tour you remember, remember that, that tour? tour i was fucking psyched for it and i didn't get to go yeah that was sick. I saw it at the Fox Theater in Oakland. It was fucking badass. Uh, that was so, like so small. Metalocalypse had 
I think they were on their like third or fourth season or something like that. Fourth and, season. Uh, it was the fourth yeah. season. It was a bad. It was a badass show. I mean, like Macedon's Macedon. Gojira did go, their their thing. There was still this was um. I want to say Flying Whales was like still fairly new at that point. This is like what 2012, 13? Oh, they would have had uh yeah, they had uh they were like two albums past that by that point. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. It was already that was already it's still a thing. So yes, yeah, it's, it's like 2012 or 2013 this was. So and the Whales is 2010, right? Uh no. no? Uh you're talking about From Mars to Sirius? Oh, that's something older. Uh, that one. was yeah. that was mid aughts. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. It was like two thousand five or six. All right, we're on the wrong show now. I could be wrong. We're on the wrong. I show. mean, it's a hybrid hybrid paranormies middle up your fashion. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. always it always devolves into that because uh, just like being racist, you always need permission to do it, <laughs> or you just need permission to do it. Right. Um, but getting back into. Uh, into the spoop no something happened this week there was like an update with one of the fake and gay happenings or something i can't remember what it was oh was it the 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 vegas shooting was there an update with the vegas shooting i i, I couldn't give you specifics on it but i i know it's been out there more people have been talking about oh okay no is, i don't think it was that in itself like, no uh, there was that first of all there was that uh that black kid in um mizzy Right from from England, the black kid that was just like going into your house and like put his feet up on your on your. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw that video. Stole your dog, you know. I think he's like, I got I got have kids or something, and they were like, oh, you got kids, and then they left or something. Oh, I think I may have remembered what what well what well, it hang, possibly could have been. One second, Jack. He uh, so the guy the guy went on Piers Morgan and basically got like you know promoted and whatever. Uh, come to find out that. One of the guys whose house he went into was like the director of a crisis actor company. What? Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What the heck is the play here then? Well, I mean, he got found out. I mean, it was just obviously like obviously it's fake and gay, and they're trying to they're trying to push for more of these like uh, privacy invasion type laws in England and it's going to have something to do with more invasion of your privacy because it's always the opposite of what they say it is. Okay. It's a Patriot Act. It's a, it's like a Patriot Act style thing. It was a, it was a fake and gay gay op that didn't really um, it didn't really pan out properly I think. Yeah. There have been a lot of those in the past, what, year and a half that just really did not seem to pan out. And I'm wondering why. Like, are they just throwing things at the wall to see if they stick? Is it that simple? Or I don't don't know. know, I don't don't want to be too hopeful. Over and over. They they just they they keep throwing things out there. And it is like Mm -hmm. that. They're just seeing what sticks, what what captures, you know. I don't want to do the cue thing and say, like, they're getting desperate. But. They are though. I mean, and they don't care. Yeah, they seem really. To be. Well, I mean, we get a bunch of them where you know, I mean, people even meme it out. It's like uh, we need better psyops, you know, and you know, be careful what you wish for. Oh yeah, right. You better believe in psyops. <laughs> they believe in you. you yeah, you're in one. Like, that's the thing is, you're in one every fucking day. Every day you wake up, I'm psyoping. Every time, you know, every every day I wake up, psyop. I go to bed, psyop. 
Maybe the real psyop was the friends we made along the way. I mean, it definitely is. Every day I'm psyop in. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So, Jack, what was it that you said that we you thought we might have caught or forgot? Um, that uh, Pajit that drove into the White House fence uh, yes. is now like getting everything dropped. Yes. Yeah, whatever the hell is it. Puri Rajmesh, whatever the fuck his name is, is getting everything dropped down to basically nothing. Hmm. So new Adolf Hitler is getting away with it. Yes. Yeah, I think he's just being charged with like the destruction of the property or something. Not like even that. probably like, yeah, yeah. destruction of federal property. Aggravated. Probably. Yeah, it's like aggravated destruction of government property or something. He's going to get like a, a fine. Yeah. So the brown white supremacist strikes again. Big stink over white supremacy. Well, big stink because Pajit. Because right, well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> yes. But no, then then President Poopy Pants gets up there and and goes to Brown College and says white people bad. This whole they're thing, I'm telling you, gerbs. This whole thing is they're stirring up, getting ready. There's there's gonna be a anti-white psyop a huge anti-white psyop there has to be you know there's all that um all that ammonium nitrate was it sixty thousand pounds 30 tons oh yeah yeah just mysteriously missing 300 just missing gone gone who knows if that's real or not if that's just part of the psyop you know Um, see that's that's one psyop that they're gonna save for an actual white person sure if they decide to use it sure and then you of course you have showtime playing uh playing the Oklahoma City documentary series um and then you have you know I mean they're just they're they're doing all the they're bringing out breaking out all the stops there you've got oh, what was there's there's got to be movies and stuff on Netflix that I'm forgetting you know the anti-white terrorist stuff um we definitely need a a, a, a psyop bingo game to play yeah. yeah, there's so many possibilities oh, like man. where things are going to go, right. especially with the uh, the the drag stuff. You know, that that really got some people riled up and mm-hmm. like, see something else happening with that. Well, you know, you've got you've got guys like guys, you got Dylan Mulvaney, you know, Ben Shapiro in a miniskirt. Oh, you heard about the new thing with that, right? What's the what's like the new thing? That's with now that? white supremacy. Like, uh. The Dylan Mulvaney. They're only like promoting the white, the white trans. Oh boy, yeah. Even oh, yeah. the trannies are even the trannies are white. Yeah, even the trannies uh, are doing white supremacy. Now, now white trannies are privileged. Yeah, so fucking tiresome. Everything has to be a brown, disabled, mongoloid-looking freak. Well, they just you know they're going to keep eating their own. And that's kind of like how this works. And you have to say even even still a brown tranny that that's in a wheelchair. You're right. A brown uh, disabled tranny. And you have to call it a white supremacist. And you have to and you have and you're forced to do the humiliation ritual of calling it stunning and brave. You know what I mean? It's meanwhile, just terrible. Meanwhile, like. You know, you've got. I can't even remember what the other tranny's name is, but you got Blair White's not a tranny, you guys. All right, Blair, Blair White's, White's tr- an actual woman. No, that turned into a man. No, Blair White's that a trap. Into a woman. Blair White's a trap. Blair White's not a tranny. 
Blair White is not does not think Blair White is a woman. Blair White knows Blair White is a man. Blair White is a gay man who likes to look like a girl. That's why she. That's why uh, Blair White and Alex Jones are friends. That's why Blair White still has Blair White's dick. Like, yeah, he's not cutting his shit off. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have a front hole. There's there's none of that going on. There's not. They, like yeah, it's Blair White is its boyfriend is a gay man who likes boys that look like girls. Right. It's not. This is not a tranny thing. There's a difference. I know it sounds like it's yes, it's very semantics, but it's but it, there's a difference between what Blair White is. I mean, it's still disgusting, right? It got a boob job and a bunch of fucking plastic surgery to look like a woman. It's fucking oh, disgusting. Yeah. Right. Please let my children be the ones to end this gay earth. Right. Oh but um, but it's not a tranny. That's the thing. It's not a tranny. Trannies like trannies are pretending to be women and, and making you call them women. I have at, le- at least a little bit of respect for Blair White for that, for at least be like it's 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 like, nah, I'm not a I'm not a woman. I'll never be a woman. You know, I'll give it that much. It's a yeah. degenerate with principles. Damn it. Sure. I mean, and like I said, that's why that's why Blair White and Alex Jones are friends. Right. Because every CIA. What was the deal? Every every CIA show needs its needs a tranny something. Remember that there was picture of picture of all these. Oh, that's right. All these CIA shills, Joe Rogan and 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 Alex Jones. And I can't remember who the other ones were, but they're all like shills. And they're all picture, taking pictures with Blair White. And funny story is a uh, guy at work, the MGTOW guy at work. This guy is like 10 years behind us. It's, he, he'll catch up. He's getting there. Um, he's doing the MGTOW thing right now. And uh, I'm like, well, dude, you're, you're, you're a little behind. You're going to have to you're going to have to speed read. But whatever. Um, but he, he like he's like, you want to see something? And he pulls up. He shows me and the guy I'm working with a picture of Blair White. And I was like, oh, it's Blair White. And he goes, yeah, I, I figured you'd know who that was. <laughs> i don't know if that's like, a compliment or a, that's uh, that's what i said i was like i was like and i'm not sure he goes no that's definitely a compliment because you know why you know blair was like yeah that's that is what is known as the ultimate trap right there that's a trap everybody knows what a trap is a trap has a penis and then it's a dude that wears a dress like it's a trap it's a dude that looks like a girl but it's still a dude it's not trying to be a tranny it's not trying to have to say is it is it really a trap if it's that obvious though I don't know. Anyway, because because a trap implies that it can well trap you, dude. You know, I know, Jack knows, Hook knows, but you go to the average normal dude on the street and you show a picture of Blair White made up, and oh yeah, she's hot. They're like, well, not necessarily that she's hot. They're like, yeah, I guess, yeah, you know. No, you walk up to some dude on the street and you go smash or pass, and they go smash. That's a true test. And they and they go yeah smash you know and then you go that's a tranny they go and if they go post or pre you know and you're like all right you're gross you're gross dude like oh you okay you're gay you're gay you're a fake yeah yeah look Um, is it feminine right it's post office post office and gay I mean yeah it is but whatever is it a feminine penis (laughs) but um. Do the tranny thing. We're getting back around to the tranny thing again. But dude, yeah. again, 20, 30 years ago, there weren't trannies. And if you told people about the tranny thing, they'd laugh at you and tell you you're fucking nuts. And that you're being, a, if anything, they're telling you that you're just being like too extreme about it. And um, 
Like, have you explained like what's going on with all this? You, you, you'd be like, the people are like, no, stop it. In the government, no way. Highest, the highest ranking official in the Navy, no. Oh, oh yes, yeah, that, that all, and yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yep, that one's just well, they they all are, but that one is just straight up pedophile. As a straight up pedophile with a bunch of meaningless medals pinned to its chest. All right. What about Sam, Sam Britton? He's not even a tranny, but fuck. Oh, that thing, dude. Sam, well, he's going to jail. He's going to he's going to mail jail yeah, he too. Is. He's going to mail jail. He's going to theoretically. Yeah. Oh yeah, theoretically. Yeah, right. Yeah, until all the, the charges run. get dropped. Right. He didn't want to go to jail. Like you know, everybody's oh, he's fag. He's going to love jail. No, the fags hate jail. Yeah, fags hate jail because fags get their ass kicked in jail. You got to be on the down low if you're gay. Uh, he's going to be a boy in a jail somewhere. Right. That's what that's what they do. They 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 got their boys, and uh, the biggest nigger in the place is gonna have him. <laughs> yeah. So cryptids. Gross. Yeah, cryptids. Yeah. What about cryptids? We had some stuff on cryptids. We had to. There has uh, to be stuff on cryptids. Did something happen? Didn't? Did something happen with? Oh no, that was just—I don't know. You guys saw that picture the dog bot posted with the uh, the weird thing, the weird red thing walking through the woods. Um, maybe I think it was on the channel, uh, but it reminded me of uh, that we need that we were supposed to talk about Bigfoot again soon. Oh yeah, it's been a while. We should do a Bigfoot episode. I was just up there in, in Bigfoot territory. Yes, you oh, were. You? Well, everywhere is Bigfoot territory, pretty yeah, much. Too. Uh, yeah, well, Ozarks. I thought that was supposed to be one of the most active spots. Ozarks is big. Yeah, Ozarks is definitely yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the north, the northwest uh, Arkansas, mm-hmm. southern Missouri yep. area. Yep. We did an Ozarks Bigfoot episode with uh, some female. I don't even remember her name. Turned out female. On. Yeah, we it was back when Zev was on the show. Oh, shit. Okay. That was a while ago. Man, that was a while ago. Yeah, it was 2000. It's like a whole other lifetime. Oh, I remember that. It was a Christmas episode, wasn't it? No, it wasn't a Christmas episode. It was. I could have sworn you did one. The Ozarks. We did do a Christmas. Or maybe I listened to it during Christmas. Time. We did do a Christmas episode with Zev. We did the uh, the Krampus episode with Zev. But I with. I forgot you did a Krampus episode. With the girl, it was Ozark. Um, It was Ozark Bigfoot. And something else, and it come to find out that like the girl's accent was like fake and put on, and like yeah, she ended up being responsible for doxing people. Niggas is gay and women aren't real. It turned out like she was responsible for doxing people or something. It was something really terrible because because of course, right? You know, of course, you can't have anything. So, gentlemen, I regret to inform you that women, 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 yes, unfortunately. Women. Shame. Moment of um, silence. No. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to do a Bigfoot episode. We haven't done one in a while. Uh, we did do lycanthropes recently. Um, what are some of the big cryptids that we haven't done? I mean, I already told you what, what cryptid I want to do. 
So that's that's that's. But I'm saving that. We're saving that for the for the episode that it goes with the state that it goes with. So yes, yeah, because I don't think we can make a whole episode out of that. No, what big cryptid are you talking about? What big cryptid are you talking about, Jack? A straight Brazilian? (laughs) Why we do an episode? (laughs) No. Um. Uh, no, uh, the 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 jackalope. Yes, it's going to be the jackalope. Yes, it's going to be shoop of me for when we like do antlers. For when we do yes, for when we do spoopy Montana, will be the jackalope. Right, no, uh, no, it's not for that. It's for a different state and it's a different cryptid, and you'll have to just wait and see. If you read the if you read the prep chat, you'd know. I know. I've been kind of out of commission the past few days. Yeah. Have you all ever done a mermaid episode? We did last season. We just did one, yeah. Yeah. We did do it. Oh, we did do a mermaid. Mer- I, then maybe people. I remember that and I yeah. just forgot that I listened. To Weren't you? No, you were on for Pirates. That's right. You were for yeah, Pirates. I was on for the Pirates one. Yeah, but we did do a, a mermaid uh, kind of mer people episode. Yeah, like we, we need to do a continuation. Stuff like that. Yeah. At some point. Reinhardt, check prep, yeah, prep chat. I will. I know. Uh, I I I used to go ghost hunting. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a big thing for me when I was uh, in my late teens, early twenties. Really, were you big into Zach Beggins? I didn't know anybody nah. back then, as far as anything goes. I mean, this is like two thousand four, yeah, two thousand three, four, five. Um, there's some pretty creepy places around where I live, and stories to go behind them that. Uh, we were just infatuated with all of my friends, my, my whole friend group. We just all gravitated towards doing this because for one, I had a camera like a, uh, eight, the eight millimeter cameras, those little Sony's that you could take around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were like, well, let's go see if we can find something. Cause we were just, we, we wanted to see if it was real, what, what was going on. Cause we've heard the lore. We had buddies that were into the lore of our city and, uh, even wrote books on it. Uh, so I don't know. Do you want me to get into all this? This is a lot, kind of a lot. I mean, sure. <laughs> all right. So, so in the city I live in, City of Angels. No, Stop uh, it, it was. <laughs> so, so we have we have a downtown area that is kind of centered around this this beautiful lake. It's got a fountain in the middle of it and wildlife but it's all concrete around the edge you know it's you know people walk around it all day there's restaurants all sorts of crap well there's this big archway uh, on this lake and a big gate huge gate maybe 20 foot gate um and behind that gate are the catacombs under downtown and the lore was that they housed inmates down there where the current jail is now it used to be underground so you know they said it's haunted by you know dead dead prisoners and stuff um and then they said even before that it was a place where they would burn witches hmm. and i guess there was an out of control fire that happened down there and they had to like quarantine the thing off um i don't even i think they store like christmas parade stuff down there right now um <laughs> for the city <laughs> but uh but uh, i don't think anybody's allowed to go down there and i know like the the big hotels that are around there 
and some of the restaurants, there's access down into these catacombs. Um, so I, I never actually got to go down in there. I just know of the story of these catacombs, which I've heard similar things um, about other cities with uh, the catacombs under their downtowns. So I wonder if this is maybe something that that is kind of far, far spread and a common thing um, across America, at least. But um, that's that's one of the stories in my town. Another one, there's a, there's a road. I really don't want to say the name of the road because it's it may uh, maybe a little too much information. But if you the, the the lore is you if you go down this road, if you drive, you turn, you park halfway down this road that's on the side of a lake, and you turn your lights off, and if you wait for thirty minutes, I think they said you will be driven out of there by a truck. A truck will turn its lights on and drive you out of there. The The second story on this, so it was the lake that that road is on. Uh, it actually happened. Uh, there was a, a man that murdered his wife and kids on that lake and ate dinner with them for like weeks afterward, like had them at the table. And they found him hanging um, on this little boat boat post that was out in the water off the dock. He was hanging off of that. And they say if you look down there, you know, on, a, on the right night, you can see him hanging there. But uh, that actually happened. Hmm. So that, that was one of the things we, uh, we would go out and try to ca- capture video of if we could. But uh, we never did spoiler alert <laughs> but we no, had a lot of fun uh, and scared the shit out of each other a bunch of times and had chicks go with us so that was fun. Oh, there you go having girls go with you to do the ghost hunting is probably the most important part of the ghost hunting yeah yeah that's better than any pickup line yep that, actually come to think of it that may have been the motivation to do it in the first place hey babe want to go not surprising. Go ghost hunting yeah well well but two of my friends i i wasn't one of the lucky guys that got one of the chicks that didn't last but yeah, both of my friends ended up getting with both of the chicks. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" Of course, yeah. Lens last. Yeah, Sorry. I've been been that guy, and I was like the guy that dro- <laughs> I was the guy that drove too. Like, oh, awesome! I got to drive everybody back too. Awesome. Oh, the beauty of that one, I didn't have to. Well, I did drive, but it wasn't my vehicle. Oh, okay. um, some of the times, but yeah, so uh, one of us had like a van, like a conversion van, Uh-oh. which is even cooler if you're going ghost hunting. Right, Scooby. Like, yeah, you got the mystery machine there. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, we're we're young. You know, we're not even able to drink yet, so we're we're looking for thrills anywhere we can. So, so that's not it. (laughs) Right down the street from that that road, there's a church, Mm. Um, and this is a true story also of two events that happened at this church. Well, I would hope you would not interrupt a true story with a false one, but yeah, yeah, carry on. Um, so. That's why I kind of began with like the uh, the could have been bullshit stories <laughs> um, and got to the actual like historic events. So at this church, it's a small church surrounded by a cemetery. Um, there was a Sunday service that let out and they have this little creek that runs down the side of this church. And these kids were on the little bridge of the creek. I guess the, the creek got just demolished. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they said there was like nothing of this bridge after it collapsed and like three children died. How do you demolish um, a creek? Oh, the bridge. No idea. They, they said it was 
like it shouldn't have happened. Like it was okay. like something caused that to happen. Hmm. It, that 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 was kind of the thing. And they say, you know, you go out there, you can see, you know, the the ghost of the kids out there. Um, uh, also, you could see the ghost of the kids. Yeah, yeah. They say if you go out to the cemetery, you can see the ghost of the kids. It's a creepy ass cemetery too. Um, exactly like like Night of the Living Dead looking stuff. Um, yeah. So another another historic event that happened at this church was also on after Sunday service, people were filing out of the church, and lightning struck the steeple, and uh, the cross fell on people. Hmm. Um, I, I can't recall if anybody actually died from that, but that actually happened. You can even see at the top of that church the broken, uh, you know, point at the top of the steeple. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things is, is that if you go at night to this church, there's a, you know, big window, stained glass window um, that actually has like a part you can see through because you can walk by it and you're supposed to be able to see like a little girl up into there. You know, that was kind of always the uh, the lore. I don't know. If, uh, we never saw anything. We recorded shit. We were out there at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning walking around that cemetery. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, we never found anything. But um, but those were many good nights of having fun and uh, taking uh, – you remember those yellow jackets? Oh, my God, yeah. Like mini things. <laughs> like mini things? Yeah. Yellow yeah. jackets, we, mini we, things, we black beauties. Yeah, ephedra. They were ephedra pills. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, one thing people that died from that shit, dude. Oh, I know. They they banned that shit really quick. Mm-hmm. Corey Stringer from the Minnesota Vikings died uh, in like summer training or spring training or something like that with football, and that was it for that was it for him. Um, oh, I got one more, one more. So this is not actually in my city, so I feel okay saying the name. Okay. Um, so Homeland Cemetery, mm. it's located in Florida. I'm in Florida. Um, so this cemetery dates back to the early 1800s. Mm. And there is only one way in and one way out of this place. It is a one-way swamp on either side of you, winding road. So, I mean, you could run into a damn alligator out there. Anything could be in the middle of that road, and you would have to reverse to get out of there. So you're kind of fucked if there's anything in your in your way. Mm. So you go back to the end of this winding road, and I swear it's like a mile of just gross road up to the cemetery. And you go into the cemetery, and there are overturned graves, uh, headstones cracked in half, um, random trash everywhere. Because of course, you know, vagrants have probably been back there and you know, teenagers fucking their girlfriends. Um, but <laughs> there were like, we found shotgun shells. Um, we even found some like, uh, dolls, like somebody like constructed dolls, like kind of like Blair witch style type shit. Um, Damn. just like strewn about out there. Uh, that was the creepiest place because you're literally in the middle of damn nowhere and it's pitch black there. There's nothing, nothing near you. Nobody could hear you. If you screamed, it's, uh, it, it, that that place was creepy and uh yeah we would just get out the damn van and just start walking around and not even in groups just like walking individually like out there 
I had my camera on the night vision and stuff. And I still got these tapes. I just got to find a way to convert these things. Hmm. But that was my last story. All right. No, all of these happen, well, except for that last one in the city that I'm thinking of, right, Hook? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Man, I didn't know a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot, uh, a ton of stuff. We had, we had a buddy that was really into this lore, and he was big into writing, and uh, I believe he ended up moving to China to be an English teacher, which is oh. honestly pretty Chad move go over there. Oh, makes a bank. I know. I know. I know a guy who moved to Japan to be an English teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, good friend of ours. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he uh, he actually did move to China and became an English teacher. He was super smart, like intellectual guy, like super duper intellectual guy. But um, but yeah, he wrote a book, uh, and it had a lot of this lore in it. It wasn't about the lore. Um, it was about just something else, but. But he did a really good job. Um, he was a good writer. Right on. Well, that's cool. Ghost stories from Hook. Uh, we have to use lore in the show title because no, I don't think so. His 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 show has lore in the title, and oh yeah, and Hook is talking. Got to give him homage. Yeah, and he's lore. Lore Shore. Ah, no. <laughs> No, that new album is really good. Lore on the new, shore, newest. It, I mean, whatever. All the all that new stuff all sounds the same. It's it's like, is it how how large of a production can they make it sound like? You know what I mean. I like it. I don't. Yeah, they, like they're kind of they they kind of took uh they kind of threw the core into like septic flesh and mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff that 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 really uh, symphonic. You know, uh, Dimmy Bigger, whatever, Dimmy, however the hell you say Dimmy Borgier. Dimmy Borgier. Dimmy Borgier. It doesn't matter how you say it. You sound pretentious as fuck. Yes. 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 Dimmy Burger. Dimmy Burger. Even if you say it like a dumb American, Dimmy Burger, it sounds pretentious, right? You know? Um, And we're back talking about music because of course. <laughs> how it goes full circle. <laughs> because of course. Ah, oh, man. Ah, oh, man. It's just so, what we do. Yeah, I know, but dude, check the time. It is time to wrap it up. We have gone a full two hours and over. Actually, we're at two, like two. And oh five. yeah, yeah. Good times. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Hook. Yeah, man. Anytime. Yeah. Always a good. Yeah, time. It's good to see you, bro. Yeah, it's always, especially when you're like you're talking about stuff like that. I mean, the time just flies. You know, um, sometimes you can be doing something like you can have a fairly routine week, right? Where you do the same thing Monday through Friday or whatever, but some days the day seems to go by faster than other days. Right. So I honestly am of the belief that time is not only not real, but if it is, I mean, not that it's not real, but it is, but it's just a fluid thing. It's not a solid construct that we're led to believe. I mean, it can't be right. You guys no. It's it's something that's beyond comprehension, man. It's, because I mean, again, that's my belief. A lot of the shit is like, there's just some shit I'm not meant to know. And right, but like, like the, again, the like you could be aliens, you know? that's that, that's something I think I, I don't know if I'm meant to know this. Oh, and well, still... I think they're extra dimensional. They're like from other dimensions and shit. That's what I think. All right, Hook wanted to get his answer in on on aliens. He was like, "You guys didn't ask me questions." No. <laughs> No, because I was you listening probably, and I was like, man, yeah, I, I've always kind of thought that they yeah. were just, they are definitely not of this earth. 
Oh, most most definitely. Um, the more the more I think about it, the more I I, I do research into um the layer cake Earth theory. I I think that more more than likely, if there is anything else that is humanoid at all whatsoever, they are from inside, whatever whatever we're on, or. Yeah. They're, from outside. they're not from where we're told. Right, right. They're not from where we're told. They're not from out in outer space. They're not from out of the sky. They're not from out of the vastness of the, the universe. They're from the extra territories, which are outside of the realm that we're allowed to know about. Or they're from, like the ancients have talked about in many, many, many different ancient civilizations. They're from underground. From a place that has its own sun, that has its own its own oh, yeah. sky Martha, and cosmology yeah. and whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's my take on the alien. Dude, that thing. that that could that could like that could definitely happen. And it doesn't even have to be interdimensional. I mean, the dimensions are just the layers. Yeah. My yeah, conception exactly. of what it is is maybe completely off. It mm-hmm. may be something completely different, but you know, you still kinda you you get yourself into the realm of thinking you know, it's not of where I am, you know, and that that's really what's important is that, you know, that it's not where you are and maybe right. we're not meant to, you know, and, and maybe our encounters with this are like maybe consequences to things. Maybe, maybe Um, now back to the time thing real quick. The, the thing that gets me is like, you know, how some days you could be doing something and you, you're doing it for like, like, dude, this, I've been working at this for like three hours and you look at the clock, it's been 15 minutes. Right. You're like, there's yeah. no way it's like it happens. It's you're real. Like, you're like, there's no way. I've been here for at least an hour. You're like, and you, I did. You, I did that while driving. Yeah, um, and then long you're like, car rides. Oh, and you're like, I don't remember dude. the last like 30 or 40 minutes. Oh, but, yeah, <laughs> like, but, yeah. Well, that's different. That, that's that's different. But like, but then some days you'll be doing something, or like you know, like when you're dating, you're you know before you get married, and you're dating, and you're and you're in love, and you're with somebody, and the time just flies. Right. Or when we're doing an interview with somebody that are doing a show with somebody and we're having a good conversation, you're like, holy shit, it's been two hours. Right. Yeah. yeah. Time yeah. is fluid. Whatever it is. But you can't it's, go back. It's something. But you can't go back in time, regardless of what Huey Lewis in the news would say. <laughs> I don't I don't know that I want to go back in time. Um I mean, there's a few embarrassing situations that I'd like to just go slap myself in the back of the head before they happen. Uh, okay, that's fine. A few of those things. That's one thing. But other than that, like, other, no, other than like, you know, other than editing out my ums, you know, like, <laughs> there's not much <laughs> in my life that I want to go back and change because it would change too much. I'll of never what do I that now. again. I did that on oh, our first three episodes. That was a joke. And I'll never do that shit again. No way. Uh-uh. That was a joke. I just work on not saying um. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. No, I was that was a joke. Is what I meant it was like going back and like fixing mistakes. You know. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna release the scratch offs before we. Oh, absolutely! Pop out release here. the scratching. Yes, I I forgot to do it on Tuesday, and I apologize. Yes. I forgot to do it. Release the scratching. What? <laughs> the unpilled. The, the scratch and sniff. The scr- No, on the release the kraken. It's a you know the kraken on pilled. We there is uh, you know you donate gold pills, which people have, uh, and I have to thank everybody who donated tonight. Uh, over on Pilled, uh, anybody donated on Odyssey, thank you. 
and everybody who donated over on DLive. Thank you very much, including Hook. Um, but over on Pilled, you can you donate gold pills, and we have you know when we're doing a live stream, they have like scratch offs, so everybody can win, uh, you know, a couple of a couple of gold pills. Whoa, I I never really noticed the chat on this thing. So like you can, so you can basically give a thumbs up or a thumbs down by a red pill or a blue pill. Mm-hmm. That's neat. I like that. That's that's cool. But you can't you can't blue pill uh, admins <laughs> or the owner. That only gives you the red pill option. Right. Why isn't it letting me do the scratchy thing? It does that to me sometimes. And you can play games. That's neat. It's got it's got snake, and then a Pepe game. What the hell is this Pepe game? Yeah, there's like little games and stuff too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Pilled is pretty neat. I yeah. like this. Pilled is pretty neat. Everybody won some stuff. Uh, Jack keeps winning. He keeps winning gold pills. And you can just go ahead and just donate those, Jack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they they will be donated once I accrue enough. I know. Just kidding. Um, oh yeah, it's like D Live. You have to have uh, so many lemons before they let you cash out, right? And get their cut. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Got to You got to make enough to make their cut first. All right. All right. Well, we are going to get out of here, everybody. Thank you all for joining us on our Sunday night live stream. We will likely have a creepy pasta at the end of this for everybody that will listen to this tomorrow and further as a podcast, which we still don't know what the definition of that is. Uh, thanks to Hook from Metal Up Your Fash. Uh, when is that live? Is it Fridays, Saturdays? It is Friday or Saturday, depending on what day we feel like it. Um, and we haven't had it in the past couple weeks. Um, with the baby on the way, there's a bunch of shit going on. But uh, yeah, we should be back up and running probably next weekend. Uh, cool. I don't think this weekend is going to happen. Okay. Right on. Well, there you go. Uh, check him out. And the other guys over there at Metal Up Your Fash. Uh, Reinhardt. Jack. Who else was who We're going to get on out of here. Yeah, we're going to get on out of here. Dogbot was here with us earlier. Uh, no, I don't think so. From the show with Tony Castle. Uh, what's this project? Lore. What was it called again? Uh, lore Crimes. Lore Crimes. Yeah, it's such a cool show. It's a cool name. I love that name. Yeah, there's I some good uh, uh, episode suggestions in here um, for for uh, episode titles. Oh yeah, what do we got? Yeah, one was like hard hard lore hard lore nationalism. Hard lore nationalism. Yeah, Wolver Wol- sent me that one. I like uh, I like the hooked on lore. Yeah, hooked on lore. Hooked on lore. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just saw. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, well, we've got a few to think of. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. And uh, we'll get out of here. And we will see you Tuesday for the live Nationalist Inquirer right here on Pilled, DLive, and Odyssey. We get out of here. See you all later. Time travel makes you gay. Damn it. <laughs> Jack beat you to it. I forgot to tell you. There are countless haunted locations worldwide. Many of these are old houses or public buildings that just aren't occupied anymore. But when true horror stories start being circulated about an active casino, it becomes a reason to be scared. The Horseshoe Las Vegas has been in the news for many years as a terrifying sight. Ghosts, 
Foul smells and weird noises are all part of the stories associated with this location in Nevada. We have crafted this true horror story with help from leaflet casino experts who review top Canadian online casinos and therefore research all related matters to these locations. The editors of this reputable company were captivated by the casino's mystical story, just as we are. This is The Horseshoe's Secret. Before stepping inside the Horseshoe Hotel and Casino, you should know its creepy secret. The casino owners have rebranded the place to ensure it has a new identity, but behind all the glamour is a dark history, the kind to give anyone nightmares. The site was originally known as the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino, and it was launched in 1973 as a luxurious spot to play everything from blackjack and roulette to baccarat and poker. In 1980, the site became famous for another reason altogether. There was a terrible fire that killed 85 victims. Four of these people were killed by the flames. The rest died due to the smoke inhalation. The smoke traveled through the air ducts and the stairwell, and this could have been prevented if the company had invested a fraction of the building cost into developing a fire alarm system. This true story left the company in a lot of trouble, and the casino remained closed for the next five years. And between 70 and 220 million dollars were given to the families of the guests who had perished. And the worst thing for the company was that the fire never should have spread so much. The owners had foregone safety measures to save some dollars, but ended up paying much more to the helpless and heartbroken families. In 1986, MGM sold the resort to Bally Manufacturing. The location was renamed Bally's and started operating once more, but the site still wasn't free from trouble. In the same year, a man threatened to blow up the place with a pipe bomb he had hidden somewhere. He demanded $200,000, but the authorities successfully thwarted his plan and arrested him. Today, Bally's has been rebranded again, known now as the Horseshoe Las Vegas. It's a popular $10 minimum deposit casino on the Strip. Players who have read a review of the best brands from Leaflet Casino Experts know the importance of low minimums. At the Horseshoe, Gambling with $5 is possible in some titles. Blackjack can be played for $10. Regular tables charge a minimum of $15 on weekdays and $25 on weekends. But occasionally, you can find promos and play for a low deposit of $10. Nowadays, there are many gambling opportunities at the Horseshoe. Whether you like slots or table games, more than 700 digital titles, including slots, are offered. And for fans of traditional casino games like Baccarat and Blackjack, there are 42 different types to play. And for those who love showing off their poker faces, there are 18 live poker games to challenge you. However, within all the glitz and glamour of this gambling location, some horrific secrets also exist. Plenty of scary true stories are told to this day about the casino. And be warned, some of these may keep you up at night. 
One common issue with the horseshoe's upper floors is the smell of smoke. This putrid smell is a common complaint, even when no one is smoking nearby. A large number of visitors negatively review the casino because of this issue, and since most of the victims had died from smoke inhalation on the top floors, the prevailing theory suggests that the smell is a constant reminder of that same lethal night. It's also the reason why guests refuse to get a room on the 19th floor or higher, especially on the 23rd floor, where the majority of victims were found dead. If you enjoy slot machines, you might be tempted by the 700-plus titles to explore. You may know ways to win at slot machines to increase your chances of success. But, you might just see an old woman in a dress that's on fire playing two slots at once. Upon approaching her, she will disappear, leaving a scar upon your memory. This is a recurring story that many gamblers have told about the location and is easily among the most popular stories of the area. Other reports include the voice of a small boy crying for his mother. This turns into coughing, violent, rasping, and then silence. Screams coming from the staircase is also heard by many, and at one time, a woman hysterically called the front desk and told them she had seen two disembodied feet in her room, floating in the air. Visitors also report seeing translucent figures that appear and disappear in the hallways. Shadows are seen on the beds, believed to be those who died in their sleep from the fire's toxic smoke. Imagine going to a casino to play horror-themed slot games and seeing such horrifying activities right in front of your eyes. A final word. The horseshoe is a great example of what not to do when erecting a building. Because of the company's lack of focus on fire prevention, 85 people lost their lives. And even though the casino has been rebranded, Spirits are still reported to roam the same halls where they died. This makes it one of the scariest gaming establishments in the world, and it may not be among the best casinos on the Strip. But the previously labeled MGM is definitely the most haunted. <laughs>